Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get From these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective Got to fill your voice Coming with the podcast Talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that And we're down with Fightful, better fall back Coming for respect We connect like a ball bat No need to double check These are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. And we're coming with the podcast. Talking pages, uh-huh. indies in between. Yeah, it's all that. God, I yep, love that yep, theme yep, song yep. so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, welcome to Grapsity. I hope you're having a holly jolly Christmas season so far. Because if you're not, let's get it there. Do what you can to get it there. I'm Will Washington, but I'm not alone here because there's also Mr. Philip Lindsay. Um, I've been excited all week looking at the calendar and on where this day landed. Because it's a special day. It is Hove Day, ladies and gentlemen. Because <laughs> Sean Carter was born on December 4th. <laughs> weighing yes. in at 10 pounds and 8 ounces. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, you, you know what's funny is I, I could probably recite everything about the Black Album uh like word for word and it's such it's 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 interesting but let me introduce reg first reg you're also here <laughs> righteous reg is in the building it is hove day you know we just got to give it up to jay-z uh yeah. one of the greatest rappers of all time billionaire hovey did it all without a pen i knew that was coming had to remind y'all again it's jay-z man like this guy is <laughs> Come on, man. i don't know how he did it i'm a rapper that writes with the pen and i'm like how did he do that without a pen that's insane you know what's funny though is thinking about the black album like it's weird in hindsight that that's like a concept album because like the whole theme of the album of course is that it's his final album but like there are plenty of rappers who have gone three years between albums which is all he did (laughs) nah man he had Uh, to uh take a summer off give these other guys a chance man yeah Mm -hmm. and like 
you know, everybody was like at the time for those who didn't like live through the period where the black album came out and uh and like get to experience, you know, oh man, Jay-Z's retired and everybody was giving him their props and like there was that period where everybody was using Jay-Z samples because like mm-hmm. at that point people thought for those three years, you know, we weren't gonna get another Jay-Z album. And then this man right. came out with Kingdom Come literally in two thousand six, three years after <laughs> uh, <laughs> after the Black Album. But it's funny because I listen to the Black Album a lot. And that's one of those albums I know so well. Right. Uh, and it's 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 a classic, but it's a concept album now because like right. it is what if Jay-Z retired this is what it would sound like. Jay-Z came back like Becky Lynch. He was like, look, I left and nobody did nothing with my spot <laughs> while I was gone. And I'm back for yeah. it. Becky Lynch. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot uh, going on with all of that. I mean, Becky made that point this week uh, where she said that, well, she said 500 days as champion because she was like consistently since WrestleMania 35, there has not been a day that I've been active that I haven't been champion. And I thought, damn, I can't believe it's that's true, but it is. Flex. Uh, yeah, that that's a flex. Um, and hey, folks, with this being Grapsity, I got a couple of notes for you. First off, if you're if you happen to be listening to this or watching it, mm-hmm. um, you downloaded it on your podcast stream, or you happen to be watching it later on YouTube, I want to remind you that this is a show we do live every Saturday at noon Eastern, nine a.m. Pacific. We can be found at YouTube.com/slash Fightful. Uh, we are also, I mean, it also streams on like all of our um, social media uh, platforms. Uh, you can find it on, you can even find it on Sean's uh, Twitter. And I think it's really funny <laughs> that um, that day, like we had some of our best live viewership like ever uh, two weeks ago. Uh, when we talked about Swerve, which like those, that was a good episode. And, it, and mm. lots of people stuck around. So I know it wasn't just this, but you saw it like sean shared it but the title of the episode was more wwe releases and when mm-hmm. sean shares something called more wwe releases people Scary. freak out right because right. like he's the guy who's gonna break that information wwe don't even post about releases anymore so sean of course shared the t- uh, an episode with the title more wwe releases and all people saw was sean rossap more wwe releases and they're like oh my god who's gone now and right. <laughs> not that we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the YouTube comments too were like, "We were scared. We didn't know what Sean Rossap was saying. We came to find out about more." I'm like, "Yo, Yo. you guys, yeah, clicked it and got three black guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> nah, yeah, <laughs> not what they were expecting. Sorry, wait a yeah. second. Yeah, what are these uh, brothers talking about? Uh, yeah, yeah. So oh, they're that talking was... about Hit Row, of course. Not surprising. <laughs> uh so yeah but you can find us uh so many different ways but we want you to join us live um and the cool thing about joining us live is that this show is fully interactive there's ways you can be a part of the show um we have our uh of course you can send us a super chat um we also uh would really prefer that you go with humper chats humperchats.com um you send us those uh there's the it basically uh you're helping give more money to what we do because youtube takes a bigger cut so um the super chats are cool uh and if that's your preferred format you know you can stick with the super chats the humper chats of course uh like i said work out a little bit better for us um because of the fact that uh we get a bigger cut of that uh youtube and- tripping man they be taking hey, they be uh-huh. taking they be getting their dollars they be getting yeah. their dollars i tell you that 
Uh, and we got a humper chat from Jay Shell a uh, little bit ago, actually. It was half an hour ago. Uh, she said, okay. sadly, I'm unable to watch live today. Still wanted to say hi. Can't wait to have you on uh, Fantasy Booking Friday. Will, Phil, you were so amazing. Hey, shout out to Jay Shell. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait to do it. I'm excited. Um, and then... Uh, there's a couple more. Um, and then she also said, sending my all my love to Big Swole. Um, her leaving hit me way harder than I expected. She's so amazing. Mm-hmm. I love her to death. Uh, she was so sweet when she read my piece on her. Mm-hmm. And I am extremely fascinated as uh, to what that's... Uh, uh, to what the future holds for Big Swole. And we'll be talking about her in just a little bit. Um, Ryan... Uh, send us a super chat. Uh, the people are demanding that Reg wear a cowboy <laughs> costume if Hangman wins. Ryan, That's the topic here tonight, me too. Alone. <laughs> no, don't leave Reg alone because leave me he alone, brought the, Reg brought this on himself. Uh, hey, Eloquent said, uh, what it do, fellas? Unpopular opinion. I like Kingdom Come more than Black Album. Ooh, Ooh that's a really unpopular yeah. opinion. Smoking hot take. Smoking hot take. You know what? Had he said, today. if he had said American Gangster, I would have said, okay, yeah. I can see that. Kingdom um, Come? Hmm. Kingdom now, Come? I don't know. I don't know. I, the, the, the not strong tracks on Kingdom Come are really not strong for me. That's how I feel yeah, pretty much. I, I, I do think Kingdom Come is underrated. I do think people hated on it kind of hard because there were such high expectations. But that intro mm-hmm. is still that intro. Man. The intro is fire. Intro Super is really fire. good. I think what it was was honestly, I think Show Me What You Got was kind of a weak single. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that, like, especially. People were when, expecting a little bit more off of that. Well, yeah, because, uh, you know, Black Album had, um, you know, 99 Problems was the single off the Black Album. Um, and so I think a lot of people. You know, it, just looking from the outside in, if you haven't even heard the album, but you know the strength of the singles off of the Black album versus like Kingdom Come, um, Show Me What You Got came out and it was like, oh, is this any good? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, which I like Show Me What You Got, but I Me too. get it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, and we also got, um, you know, I, map. <laughs> I am gonna butcher that, and I'm sorry. So, if you want to like send me the pronunciation, that'd be great. Uh, is it but... Maj hates all? Is that oh, it? duh, Maj hates all. Of course, yeah. uh, I'm like Maj hat soul, but no, it's Maj <laughs> hates all. <Duh. laughs> He's trying to do a top dollar diss right now. Sound like. Yeah, uh, he says, Reg, uh, I once again, so sorry for the blue chew screenshot. I did not know the chaos that would follow. Look, man, you, if. If you um, uh, host with Sean, uh, you're likely going to end up with uh, yeah. the the Bluetooth screen or Blue Chew screen. Will has one too. Yep, uh, I yeah, it. I do. And you know what? <laughs> Shout out to Blue Chew. Um, Definitely. Uh, <laughs> I was real. They're, they're one of the, they, hey, they're one of the. Hey, they're one of them dick pills over here. We got you. I'm telling you, come <laughs> with the dick pills. We will talk about them. Don't worry about it. Yep. Uh, and uh, what else we got going on here? Um, we got a couple more Humper Chats. Uh, let's see. We got Happy Hove Day, but also RIP Brother Fred Hampton. Uh, 12-4-69 was indeed a grand opening, grand closing. Yeah. Yep, uh, yep, yep. Speaking of, while we're getting that out to peace, rest in peace to Virgil. Um, that mm-hmm. was crazy news out of, out of nowhere. Yeah. Virgil. Um, Unbelievable. Yeah. 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 Our, our condolences to his friends and families. That was crazy news. Um, although... Uh, we have to, of course, clarify because uh, you say R.I.P. Virgil to wrestling fans, and they'll immediately oh, like, freak yeah. out. 
They get freaked out. They probably yeah, were. We may have uh, Virgil Abloh. Uh, Abloh, not the wrestler. On Twitter, sorry, like, yeah. oh my God, RRP Virgil? What happened to Virgil? But, yeah, and that, that, I, I saw that because a lot of a, a lot of wrestling people were tweeting about Virgil, and it was like, no, nah, 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 Big nah. Money Virg is still at Olive Garden. Big Money Virg. Big Money Virg. He's still out here getting his money. Don't worry. He still will charge you $20 for a picture when you're not trying to even talk to him. He was <laughs> somehow trick you into buying a picture of him. Bret Hart, the British Bulldog, and Roddy Roddy Piper. But he's like, yo, I'm like, yo, those guys aren't even here. I don't want this picture for you. I want the picture for them. But yeah. you will pay $20 if you see Virgil, so run away. Word of advice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so there's there's a lot going on. Speaking of which, uh, I want to start off with what's going on this weekend because uh, this is kind of a busy weekend, right? Uh, I feel like there's been. a lot happening. Um in wrestling just in our lives reg you got an event going on tonight um that folks to check out let's start with that yeah um tonight i'm rapping live stream tonight i'm gonna be in san francisco but for you it's gonna be a live stream it's gonna be on twitch.tv slash complex sf it's gonna be me and another rapper named that fool al um, I got some raps, man. I haven't rapped in a while. I rapped a few weeks ago, maybe. But this is going to be dope. It's for all of you, pretty much. It's a, a video live all for y'all, pretty much. So please tune in. It's going to be dope. I promise. Yeah, I feel like uh, rap is infiltrating wrestling, you know. And I mean, all the way to the point, like watching Kenny Omega challenge Lupe. Lupe. Fighter was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I didn't know I didn't know this was possible. I didn't know that these two worlds were going to interact, but here we are. It's like three worlds really though because like if you're into the fighting game community and you're into like Street Fighter or whatnot, um it was already crazy enough when mm-hmm. um wrestling infiltrated that world. Uh when Lupe Fiasco came into um the like you know he kind of hinted at it, you know, in Gold Watch he like literally says I like Street Fighter too. I just really mm-hmm. hate Zanga. Only Ken mm-hmm. and you, I find it hard to be blanket. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, he, but on the other hand, once like Kenny started getting involved with the fighting game community and the New Day and all of that, and suddenly it was just like, what the hell? And I'm a really big Street Fighter fan. I'm a really big fighting right. game guy in general. Uh, I don't know if people could see this, but that is an arcade behind me um, that I got last Christmas. And it's actually, that's a Mortal Kombat display. You can see Johnny Cage there. But usually I'm like playing Street Fighter on it a lot. I play a lot of Street Fighter. Um, and... Uh, I didn't get too much into Mortal Kombat 11, uh, but I did like 10, and I'm glad that uh, um, 9 is backwards compatible now, so that's really cool. But yeah, I'm a really big fighting game guy, and so when these worlds like started to converge, it's like, what the hell is going on here? And like now it doesn't even feel like odd, but... No, it doesn't. Uh, it, it, it is still crazy that, yeah, Kenny Omega is out here calling out Lupe Fiasco, who's a, probably a collective favorite here on... Uh, on Grapsity. And then, Most definitely. Uh, so we Two have of our that. homies are going to beef over uh, Street Fighter. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> they're beefing it. over Street Fighter, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, because, yeah, Lupe got that win a couple years ago that pretty much like set the fighting game world on fire because, right. you know, the idea behind it, everybody going in was like, oh, man, you know, we got a celebrity coming in, playing Street Fighter, whatever. It's ain't going to be a big deal. And then he won. Uh, I think Lupe is actually the rapper Street Fighter dude. I've seen other rappers challenge him on Twitter, like, let's get that smoke. But I don't think they want that smoke. Not with Lupe, man. He's a different (laughs) breed. He'd be out there with the sword for real, man. He don't play. Lupe is a... 
That was the other real thing life I martial artist. I was like, yeah. uh, is is Lupe actually getting in the ring? He get in there with the gi and like. Ah uh, <laughs> man, come on, bro, come on. And and honestly, and, and and let us know with your uh, super chats. Let us know who's your Street Fighter guy if you're a Street Fighter person. I actually am a Blanca guy, uh, and I wasn't for the longest time. And then all of a sudden, uh, I think probably when I, I think when I was a teenager, I was just trying something different. It was when Capcom versus SNK came out that I got into mm. Blanca, and all of a sudden that was my guy. That was my go-to. Uh, and we got a super chat from uh, Tyrone the Positive. He says, pick a Fifty Shades of Jay-Z album. Uh, it'll be better than Kingdom Come, R.I.P. Virgil, Off-White, Fly God Forever. Thank I do kind of feel like Z- uh, Blanca could be like a nigga, though. Like, you see his hair. <laughs> he was from, like, I mean, he has some nigga qualities for sure. And he hey, was shot to too if you pull up. <laughs> real name is Jimmy? Like, I don't know, could be. I um, mean, come on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah uh, signs are all there. Yeah, no, Blanca's been my perm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. For for whatever reason, I was big on Vega growing up. Like, uh, okay. I was a big Vega fan. Nice. Yeah, I uh, I messed around with Ken. I know it's super cliche, but man, I just <laughs> I just always those combos are classic, man. Yeah, That's I mean, I, I was to, I was a Ken guy for a, a long floor. time. Honestly, the only reason I stopped playing with Ken was because people were shaming people who play with Ken. Right, uh, exactly. It became this whole thing of like, oh, we got another Ken player here. Right. And it's well, like, Lupe's okay. Lupe's a Ken player, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. he's a Ken player. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's the thing. is like people like the dog on Ken players because they're like, oh, you know, of course everybody likes to play with Ken. Uh, Ken's for people who don't know real Street Fighter. And it's oh, like, get out. Yeah, I know. Come on. Sound uh, like wrestling fans. So uh, I <laughs> name your top five Ken matches right now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I I personally I got into Blanca for that very reason, um, and so uh, yeah, and uh, Matt sent a super chat says uh, chilling on a Saturday, hype for tonight's GCW show, uh, mm. but. Got that up, down, up, down feeling on the NWA card. So those were the other two things I was going to talk about. There's actually three things. Super uh, up, down, up, down. You're right. <laughs> so let's go. Uh, and also, uh, Marco Dominguez uh, sent us a super chat, or sent us a humper chat. Uh, says, Blanca was top tier in Capcom versus SNK. Good choice. That's where I got into Blanca was Capcom versus SNK. And then I retroactively, when I was playing Street Fighter 2, and we had, uh, and they finally added online play to those. That's when I started playing with them there. Uh, but yes, mm-hmm. Cap- Capcom versus SNK 2, I still think is the greatest fighting game of all time. It's like, to me, still unbeatable. If they could release that with online play, I think that would be unbeatable. As I'm saying this out loud, like the soundtrack is playing in my head right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Capcom versus SNK 2. I play that on this arcade like all the time. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, we have uh, NWA. And I, there's, there's reasons to be excited for it. Uh, and we're specifically referring to um, Hard Times 2, is it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so NWA Hard Times 2. Um, Grapsity favorite is going to be in the building. Darius hey, Lockhart. That, is and that's what I was going to say. The, was the card. The, the reason I'm excited for it is, uh, mm-hmm. is getting to see Darius Lockhart. Um, but it's, it's a big card. Uh, there's 13 mm-hmm. matches. Uh, you know, we're going to see Mickey James Yeesh. spinning the, the knockouts title against Kira Hogan. Uh, That'll be which good. Is, we like that. Which is, like, really interesting, right? Because, like, neither of them are, like, directly signed to Impact, if I'm that mistaken. Uh, mm-hmm. Because, obviously, Kiara Hogan left Impact, like, 
two months ago. And Keir Hogan is signed with AEW, ain't she? Yeah, right. She's. Yeah. I don't know if she's on a full time deal, but she's definitely on. Um, uh, oh, and Marco Dominguez just let me know that Will Capcom vs. SK2 has free net play now. Shut up. Uh, we got to talk later because <laughs> I have not looked into that. Um, I am literally just playing the the Naomi Rom on the arcade here. So, uh, but the uh, so I, I I do think that's cool though uh, that uh, she still gets the challenge here. But yeah, she is uh, a part of AEW, not in Impact officially in any capacity. Kiara's not an impact in any capacity at all. And no. then Mickey James is, of course, signed with NWA. Uh, but she's defending her knockout title against Kira Hogan tonight. Uh, and, like, you know, we're going to see. Um, that's I don't know three what... companies in the mix right there. That's wild. Yeah, that's three companies <laughs> in the mix. Uh, like, Forbidden Door is still, like, swung wide open. Um, and uh, what else is there that's of interest? Like, the, you know, we've got the. Jazz. I... Yeah, Jazz. That's true. Mm hmm. Uh, uh, Black G's on the card somewhere, I think. Uh, let me see. I got the oh, card. The women's in front tag of me. match is cool too. It's uh, Allison K, Marty Bell Marty versus Tootie and um, Kylie Ray. Kylie Ray, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's going to be a great match. Oh wait, really and then there's match. a mystery opponent for um, uh, for uh, Natalia Markova's um, partner. So, oh really? Ooh, who could that be? Yes, we'll find I mean, out. NWA, though, you can't trust them with no mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's a really, like, up and down card because I'm, like, trying to pick stuff of interest. And, you know, I I've, uh, I I always have love for Mike Bennett. I think he's a really great dude. Um, mm -hmm. And they've got the ROH tag titles on the line. The OG Kingdom are defending him against Aaron Steven and J.R. Kratos. Um, I like Mike Bennett a lot. He's really cool. Yeah, he is. He's uh, dope. He's for the culture. But then there's a lot of awful stuff on here. Austin Aries <laughs> is there. Um, yeah. Tyrus is still wrestling. He can barely walk, and he's on Fox News also, the, the Listen, most important part Listen. why he's terrible. Get, um, get that television title off Tyrus, man. Man, please, please, and you know, the worst please. Part is, uh, the worst part is he takes the title to uh, – he takes it on Fox News with him. I think that's yeah. the silliest-looking thing of, oh, like, God. you know how people used to ride – They probably like it, though, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, honestly, if I – we're running Fox News. I would look at it like, who is this fucking dork with this belt? Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> on TV. Honestly. Uh, because you know how, like, when The Rock was WWE champion, like, back in 2013, but he was also promoting, uh, I think it was G.I. Joe at the time. Um, and But he wasn't, like, taking the belt anywhere with him. And mm -hmm. people were like, well, why don't you, like, take the belt? And it's like, well, because, you know, I don't care. Uh, yeah. But... Mm -hmm. Uh, but so this the, is a favor, dude. I'm not about to be carrying this dumbbell around. <laughs> but, <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like that was the moment where he was just like, man, listen, when I'm out of here, I'm out of here. Don't text me. Don't call me. I don't want to hear it. Don't call him. <laughs> Do not call here, man. Y'all yep. calling here again? I'm not going to be at WrestleMania. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Fast and Furious 18 is going to be out. Yeah, I do think it's interesting that uh, with all of that talk uh, that was going on, and I, I, I'm certain that there were plans in place. I'm not saying that uh, anybody's mm -hmm. reports were wrong on that as far as The Rock being at Survivor Series, being at um, WrestleMania this year. But I do feel like The Rock kind of really tried to like let us know just a few years ago yeah. that that Cena match was kind of his last one. And mm -hmm. like every time people ask him, he's like, yeah, you know, we'll see. But, you know. You know, he's keeping hope never. alive. I don't know why. You <laughs> yeah, know? <laughs> you know, 
I feel like in his head it was like, you know, I passed the torch to John Cena like eight years ago. Uh, what more do y'all want from me? I raised Roman's hand at that one Royal Rumble. That was it. <laughs> Leave me. Let me go and be this movie star. They will not let him go and be a movie star. He's like, do you guys know I'm a giant movie star? I'm one of the biggest movie stars in the whole world. I can't just be coming around for SmackDown, even though it's from me and I made that name. Yep. I'm The uh, Rock. Yeah, we got a few more uh, Super Chats. You know how much got. money The Rock makes? <laughs> T. Daniel Barber says, shout out for the fight game. Love cap companies to bring back Darkstalkers. Oh, my God, Darkstalker. Like a Darkstalkers reboot would be awesome. Um, and uh, D.O. Dick says, Nash or Camille are my main in or are my main two. Nice. And I'm glad you said Nash and not Charlie, though. I guess it's now Charlie Nash, Street Fighter Five, so it doesn't matter. Uh, and Maj Hates All says, uh, if it's standard Street Fighter, like Alpha 2, 4, 5, I'll stick to Ryu. Uh, if it's Street Fighter 3 slash Third Strike, uh, Makoto or Dudley, okay. Uh, yeah, and because I, I, I feel like Street Fighter 3 has no Blanca equivalent, and that kind of drives me nuts. Um, I like Alex in Street Fighter 3. Uh, let's see. Eloquent said, SRS said Hogan isn't on a full-time deal. Uh, mm. And, oh, good. We're getting SRS information on our... Uh, on a fightful show. Wow, yeah. look, uh, we're just dropping news, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Kier Hogan, not on a deal. Uh, Send we, uh, out the text. Corey said, uh, love the podcast. Uh, have any of you guys heard the next rap got to by Dax? Uh, if not, you should check it out. He has some wrestling bars in there. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that. I don't know who that is. Um, well, then I will. Sorry, I do not know this man. Uh, you know what? I'm going to put this in my notes for later. Uh, and then we got uh, Tyrone, the positive, said West Side Gun and Griselda uh, rekindled my love uh, for wrestling. They have had mm-hmm. half of AEW on their albums. I'm they should have saying. more respect. Boop, 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 boop. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, uh, seriously. They do man. not factor that in that a bunch of Griselda fans are here because West Side Gun is talking about wrestling on every single project he talks about, he puts out, has a promo or an, something about wrestling on every one of his projects, but they still won't even acknowledge the man. I mean, well, you know, I think he's doing them this, a favor at this point. I feel like after this week, um, and, you know, go figure, it's after somebody says something. I think this week may be his week uh, in the sense that so many people have, uh, kind of come out in support of him. And, like, Ricky Starks was even like, hey, didn't mm-hmm. even know you were at the show, man. Next time, let me know. And, like, I have a feeling that because so many people said something this week that next time is probably going to really go in his favor. Um, it's a yeah. shame it had to come to that. Uh, but, like, how do you not know West Side Guns at the show? He's right there in front. Right. You see right. a dude with all this jewelry on. And, like, <laughs> that's not just a regular fool sitting out front. Like, that's somebody. Right. It's, and, you know, especially because, yeah, they highlighted T-Pain, who was only out there for the main event. Uh, and, but, and of course, he's got- Watch out with the T-Pain disrespect, too, y'all people on here. I saw a lot, a lot, way too much oh, T-Pain whoa, disrespect whoa. because y'all like West Side Gun. We love West Side Gun. But T-Pain is a legend out here. Yeah, Don't be like just- Usher. Don't tell him he's that he ruined music with auto-tune. Stop it. It's T-Pain, one of the greatest of all time. I danced to buy you a drink way too many times in 2007 and i don't want to hear the disrespect yeah it's t-pain I, I, man come on yeah man i don't want to hear the disrespect for t-pain you know he was even on um uh david i was gonna bring it back around to <laughs> flow rider oh god oh, you know how to rider. bring every hip-hop conversation back around the flow oh, rider. Rider. <laughs> yo 
<laughs> Look, man, Flo Rida's biggest hit had T-Pain on it. I'm just saying. Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, but get, either give way, West I agree. Side flowers, man. Yeah, yeah give West Side yeah, flowers. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. That's all we saying, man. It's Griselda. It's uh, Griselda. And y'all niggas broke. <laughs> Vincent <laughs> says, uh, most underrated fighting games, Power Stone 1 and 2. Dear Capcom, uh, re-release them on modern platforms, you cowards. I mean, look, I was a Dreamcast dude, so you don't have to tell me about Power Stone 1 and 2. I had Power Stone at launch. Uh, that was one of the most fun games, if you, especially because, uh, you know, the Dreamcast came out. It had uh, the four controller ports, and uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, maybe I just knew a, a community of black people who loved the Dreamcast, but like me and my friends, like mm-hmm. we all had Dreamcast, and we would all bring our controllers over with the little visual mm-hmm. memory units, and we all played Power Stone, and it was fun. Power Stone is mm-hmm. dope. Um, I hate that there hasn't been anything more, especially like online. Like thinking about that type of fighting game and the way it worked, that having online play would be crazy today. Uh, and I'm glad that this is just where this conversation all went. Uh, MJ Johnson said, "I just wanted to shout y'all." Uh, yeah, I just wanted to shout y'all out. Uh, I look forward to seeing the podcast every Saturday, and in my opinion, hey. they should be uh, uh, they should remaster or make a new Def Jam. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I would like. They've been to talking see- about that. Uh, uh, Def Jam's been tweeting out like teasers for like the last five years, just playing with everybody. Who, who like, hey, would Def you guys Jam- like to see this? <laughs> Who's on the Def Jam roster anymore that would be in this game other than old? Def Jam artist. Uh, well, well, to be fair, Snoop is now. I think Snoop is like the new something of Def Jam. So like he signed Benny the Butcher is now on Def Jam. So like That's Snoop's true. trying to like redo the roster, which is dope. The last Snoop album was pretty dope too, which is like a kind of a compilation of what the new Def Jam is, and it's dope. Check out the new Snoop album, Big Snoop Dog. Two Chains is officially signed to uh, Def Jam. That'd be fun. Um, but you know, I was thinking about the fact that because. The first Def Jam game, Vendetta, was just all Def Jam artists. But the mm-hmm. uh, Fight for New York had outside artists. Uh, yeah, they had a, right. yeah, they they had signed a lot of deals for that one. And so, like honestly, if it's just a wrestling game with rappers, I would take that. Wait uh, a right. Snoop was in Def Jam Fight for New York. That game predicted that he would be president of Def Jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. He oh was. my yeah. god! Wow, that is. He, he was the main bad guy in the, in the game too. He, he brought was. it back around. Snoop was like, "No, I, pl- I was playing Def uh, Def Jam Fight for New York the other day. I'm like, let's do that for real. Let me sign this contract." <laughs> But yeah, Def Jam Fight for New York was fun. That's hard. Because like, that one wasn't even really a wrestling game as much as it was just a fighting game that used the engine from No Mercy. Uh, but mm-hmm. I feel like that was the most fun. Uh, I love yeah. Def Jam Vendetta as just like a crazy over-the-top pro wrestling game. And if if it were up to me, I would like to see it back in a wrestling ring because that yeah. was just the, the funness of Maybe just of a it. mixture of both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it, whatever they do next. I did not like, what was the third one? Def Jam Icon, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never played that one. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it, yeah, it wasn't either. the same. Um, it, like, the second you play and you're like, oh, this isn't even, like, a wrestling game at all. This is literally just a fighting game that doesn't use any parts of uh, the Aki engine. Boo. Yeah, so, uh, whack stuff. But either way, uh, I was a big fan of those Def Jam games. Uh, what else we got this weekend? Oh, let me uh, get into the, uh, every time I forget, you know, it's classic for me today. The BW 500 wrestler of the week random number generator was number 218. That's Raheem De Las Wade. He is one half of a really dope young tag team called Te- Technical Difficulties. They're out of St. Louis. St. Louis is 
has a pretty insane scene going on right now with uh, Davey Richards is teaching a lot of these black wrestlers that are incredible 2D lens out there, Camaro Jackson. They, it's, it's a great bunch of people. They wrestle are they're wrestling in glory pro Russell Max St. Louis. Um, check out te- technical difficulties. They're a really dope tag team. They were a part of the black wrestlers matter event. They'll probably be a part of the yeah. next one. I think the next black wrestlers matter event actually is in St. Louis, actually tying all these things together. So February, uh, is going to be pretty insane for black wrestling. They've announced three or four events that are going to be crazy right now. So yeah, 218 Raheem De La Suede, black wrestler, black wrestling 500 wrestler of the week. Shout out to him. Yeah. Technical you know difficulties what? I, I, is dope. I think we can, um, tell everybody too. Uh, cause I, I just remembered, uh, we haven't talked about this yet. Um, me and Phil are going to terminus. Mm-hmm. We'll be in the building for terminus. Yeah. We will yeah. be in the building. Uh, so, that is going to be nice. Uh, that's going to be fun. Right. We'll be in Atlanta. Uh, that is January 16th. Uh, Two-thirds I- of the Grab City Boys. I would be there, but I'm really trying super-duper hard to end up in New York City for Hammerstein, GCW New York. So I'm like, you know, I don't know. Can't be traveling all these places. But I don't know. You never know. Times change. Things change. I could be end up in Atlanta. Uh, you know, it's lit out in Atlanta. I love Atlanta. Hey. So <laughs> hey. you never know. Yeah. Out in, out in Atlanta getting mixy, man. Come on. Yeah. I'm saying. I'm saying, bro. I'm saying. You know what? This is my first time in Atlanta. Really? Uh, yeah. So Really? Ooh, yes. Yeah, That's why I was like up, all man. over it. Uh, so we'll be there, though. And I was there for one WrestleMania weekend, and I almost just stayed. I was like, yo, I'm not leaving. These. This is. It's amazing here. It's just like the energy there is – I related a lot to Oakland because, like, they have the same type of vibes and – it's great, man. You're gonna love it. Nice. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited Thanks, to go. Uh, and I, I we had talked about that, but yeah, uh, officially. Um, I mean, I kind of say officially uh, because I'm having some trouble getting my flights uh, because I got these mm. vouchers. Uh, but every time I try <laughs> to use them, uh, every time because I had so many canceled flights over the last uh, mm. two years, uh, usually for COVID related reasons, I got a ton of vouchers that I'm like, you know what? It's time to just cash these in. Uh, and, right. and use them, and I'm trying to use them, and the website keeps crashing on me. And I'm like, I'm gonna just call. It's a scam. I'm, gonna call. I'm gonna call today. Mm-hmm. Like, you are gonna let me use these vouchers, uh, right. because as soon as I put all these vouchers in, the total comes to zero dollars and zero cents, and I just hit submit, and then it says er- an error has occurred. And I'm like, no, they're like, you gotta give up something, big dog. Yeah. You can't be just going for zero dollars and zero I cents. even tried to remove one of them, and it came up to like $11, and I'm like, okay, let's see if this works, and it keeps crashing. And it's like, it's only gonna let me go through if I pay. And what good are these flight vouchers that I was given for my canceled flights? So I'm like really mm. mad about this, but I know the flights I'm gonna take, and there's right. literally no seats taken on them. I like, I keep reserving the best seats and all of that. I'm going to go, but I have not booked my flights. Uh, I do have uh, my tickets. And, of course, you know, I've, uh, I have even talked with Baron Black recently. And um, uh, it's okay, going to be Everybody fun. talking to Baron Black. Baron Black <laughs> is making the rounds. He's like, yo, who's yeah. black? And in, a, in the media scene, I'm going to talk to him. Shout out <laughs> yeah. to Baron Black. Shout, Shout out to, to Jonathan black. Gresham. They have been announcing an insane amount of talent for this card that's going to be happening. I'm very jealous hey. that you guys are going to be there, man. It's hey, going to be a dope Fred show. Yay hi. I'm very Ooh. excited about that announcement. Lee Moriarty, come on, you guys. But they have made some great talent announcements. It's uh, going to be crazy. It's Maybe they'll do crazy. this match. I pitch, I have, that's great. Oh, my God, they're going to do this match that I've pitched to all three of them before. I've interviewed Jonathan Gresham, 
Fred Yehi and Lee Moriarty. I said, look, my dream match is you guys have a triple threat match. It's the last match of the show. It's a one-hour Iron Man match. You guys just go for an hour. There's no pinfalls. No one has a pinfall. You guys just wrestle for an hour. And then at the end, we all cry tears of joy because we've just seen the greatest match of all time. So do it. Fred Yehi, <laughs> Jonathan Gresham, Lee Moriarty, book the match. One hour. It sounds insane. But it's going to be amazing. Come on, you guys, do it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Book the match. I pitched it to all three of them. So it's all, already in all three of their brains. So let's go. Jonathan Gresham liked it. He said he, he'll do it. So look, let's go. Hey, yep. if, if you book see the that match, match, baby. If you see that match, guys, you know where you heard it first. Mm-hmm. Your boy. Uh, and we got uh, Ryan Sullivan sent in a Humper Chat, uh, mm-hmm. humperchats.com. Uh, he said, can Will and Phil please convince the Terminus guys to call their wrestlers termites? Now, I think, uh, <laughs> man, listen, when I when I listened to Gresham on the SRS uh, interview and he was like, nah, I don't like that superstar stuff. Stop calling us that. We're grapplers, bro. I was like, hey, mm. talk about it, man. I don't want to be called yep. a superstar. Stop it. Yep. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got a couple more uh, super chats. Uh, we got this one uh, from Brent. He says, afternoon, gentlemen. Hope your weeks were great. Punk Moriarty uh, feels like just one more example of how crazy this year has been. Yep, we're going to be talking about that and just here in a this little bit. This year's wild. It's been a wild, wild year. Uh, and we have Tyrone Positive says, uh, met Kevin Lyles, or Lilies, Kevin Lilies, uh, pre-Panny uh, at a biz conference, asked about Vendetta. The assets are split between Def Jam, uh, THQ, Nordic, TQ, or 2K, and WWE. The game may not happen. Ooh. Yeah, scoops, I mean... Scoops. Yeah, that's there's there's a lot that uh, it is crazy. A lot of moving parts. Yeah, how many moving parts there are with just getting certain stuff done, um, and that that's happened a lot too because so many wrestling companies have, or not wrestling companies, gaming companies have gone under and whatnot. Uh, and Van Twinblade says, speaking of Fred, how tall is he? About <laughs> yay high. <laughs> Get, get, come on, man, get out, get out of here, Van. Get out of here. First I, one know. to ever say that one, Van. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, also this weekend, uh, we have NXT War Games. It just, it don't feel right without, uh, Regal yelling War Games. And I think I haven't heard it one time. That's why, yeah, you're right. (laughs) That's why I didn't know War Games was even this weekend, uh, because he hasn't said it. So, you know, the gauntlet hasn't been officially thrown out. I mean, they are really Mm -hmm. trying to hammer it to you. Look, this is not the old NXT mm-hmm. like and, right. and this show is going to be the show to do it because team 2.0 is going to kick the shit out of team black they're gonna Gold. squash them they're yeah, gonna squash yeah. them send and... them off they're on their way now this, they're this, setting this... it up so funny too it's just like they're like you old people are gonna be gone we don't need you old people it's the young guard now but it's like yo old people are the only ones that watch this show y'all need to stop <laughs> disrespecting my <laughs> demographic you can't be talking about your demographic like that man the old people are the ones that are here they don't know who anybody is anyway so you could just like cycle in all these type of different wrestlers all you want war games is happening just like phil said i didn't know it was happening because william regal hasn't said it out loud and also because the show's terrible but they have some (laughs) things that are gonna be cool roderick strong is wrestling joe gacy then they're gonna retire the cruiserweight championship like a bunch of idiots i don't really know what they're doing here maybe it, you know? Okay, wait. I want to talk about the cruiserweight title for a second because that belt, uh, a lot has gone on with that belt that's been very odd over the last couple of years. I was of the belief, 
And I got shit for it when I said it, but I thought it was a mistake to make the belt exclusive to NXT. Mainly because mm-hmm. uh, at the time, I think up until... Uh, let, let's think about this, right? How many, like, NXT champions have been, like, under 205 pounds? Like, Finn Balor and um, pretty sure Adam Cole is. Uh, yeah. And... Gargano, and, probably. Yeah, and to me, Shadow it was like, what exactly differentiates in NXT the Cruiserweight title from the NXT title? Why? What about that title would you go for over um, the NXT title that has had so many... Um, smaller guys as champion. Mm-hmm. So to me, that always drove me nuts. Uh, and I thought NXT is probably not the place for that belt in a place where there aren't so many weight distinctions. Uh, the other issue I had with the NXT Cruiserweight title is that they just never really knew what uh, position it was supposed to be in. And then after right. a while, they just gave up on the weight limit. Like 205 Live, um, at one point, like, Odyssey Jones wrestling on 205 Live. Like, there's, right. there is nothing about that that is 205 Live any longer. And so, uh, I get it. I get why the belt um, isn't... It needed to yeah. just continue to be how they were originally doing it when they were having it on Raw or SmackDown, whatever show. When yeah. They were switching out of the ropes and doing a little too much. But honestly, all you need to do is have a Cruiserweight title match on SmackDown, on yeah. Raw. Have Cruiserweight match. Just do it just like WCW did. Here's a random cruiserweight match that's here, and that's just going to be a great match that I'm you want to see. That they, I mean, surprised. They I'm surprised that they. I mean, not surprised. I'm not surprised that they they still didn't get what the cruiserweight title was supposed to be all about. Uh, but like, yeah, they really they did try it. to like overdo it, where they're like, "All right, now it's time for a cruiserweight match. We're going to do yeah, the ropes don't do and that. The lighting, just do like, the match, man. We're yeah, going to yeah. be man. blown away when the match is happening in the ring. When you got, especially at that time, they had Neville, they had Cedric Alexander, they had. Grand Madalik. They had all these guys. They had Ali and Buddy Murphy. They had all these guys that were going to blow you away when they had the match. But they were like, look, we have to put all this different rules and regulations. And then they put them after SmackDown. It was doomed from the start because they don't like little guys because that's what this dumb company is. is, You know what, though? Uh, Rest in peace to 205 Live. I have a hot take. Uh Uh-oh. Um. Hindsight being 2020, the best cruiserweight champion was Enzo Amore. I knew it. That's I knew a lie. Was happening. That's, that's big cap. I knew he was talking crazy. I will not allow you to lie like that Phil. on our podcast, Will. Phil, I will not he allow is talking it. crazy. I will here. not allow this. <laughs> look, no, man. He, no, he was not. Crazy. I'm not saying the best wrestler to be champion was Enzo Amore. Keep that in mind. Not saying that at all. But what I am saying is when you're looking at the reins, like, they were letting him close out Raw. Like, he actually was the only guy who was, like, kind of a main event dude with the Cruiserweight title. And yeah. in hindsight, like, he was the only guy, because he was the merch seller and all that, that they were willing to put forward as, like, a Cruiserweight champion that mattered. Everybody else didn't get to be that, but they were willing to do that with him. I see what you're saying. The best Cruiserweight champion was definitely Neville, though. So Exactly. Like, I was going to no, yeah. He was not the best Cruiserweight champion. I, mean, I was, I was at the Royal Rumble where finish. Neville, uh, uh, when he beat Rich Swan, right? Rich that Swan. was at the mm-hmm. Royal Rumble in 2017. Incre- they had some incredible matches. They oh, did. Oh, my hey, man, goodness. As, as much as uh, you've got problematic guys that were in that division he had some great matches with austin aries as well had the great match he with, did uh, TJ yeah uh, i mean well. yeah yeah he Pac did was, <laughs> Pac was the best yes uh but Shit, i but like enzo mori was like the one that they were like 
nah, we're actually gonna like feature him and like we're he's gonna close out Raw. And, they like, should have just do kept doing that with different guys. Is what yeah. I felt. Yeah, I happened. don't, I don't remember a single Enzo Amore match. At yeah. Oh, Not again, was it talking also. about matches? Yeah. Was like, talking about like right. where they're willing to showcase the champion. Enzo Amore right. was the guy that they were willing to do that with. I would. And, yeah. I would even say the best angle I feel like he had on with on Raw was when um when Neville came out and beat him up and did his dance over him. I thought yeah. that was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. but that closed Neville out the man. <laughs> that also closed out the show. Like that mm-hmm. was that was the end of a Raw. Like that right. was like the only time they were willing to do that. And uh it, it's pretty crazy. Uh we got some super chats uh talking about cruiserweights. Uh, the cruiserweight title held 205 in general had so many great matches that no one ever saw. Uh could have integrated <laughs> Love to a five with Raw. The Cruiserweight Classic is legit one of the best tournaments ever. And I, they just I, like threw I, it away. I will throw out a hot take on top of Wills. At at its peak, two oh five live was WWE's best show at one point. Definitely. Ooh. I like you that. know what's great though? And this is like probably one of those like Tony Khan kind of um layups. Because 205 Live had so much great content that nobody saw, and he's kind of signing up these guys from 205 Live, he can repeat all of that content, and nobody has to know that it was shit that mm-hmm. was already done. Like, right. uh, there's a whole lot of people who are like, you know, I don't know what Tony Nese is going to bring to the table. What is Tony Nese mm-hmm. offering, right? Eight but ass. like, people who watch 205 Live are like, oh, we know what Tony yeah. Nese brings to the table, right? So mm-hmm. Tony Nese gets to prove a lot of people wrong without... Uh, or it gets to prove a lot of people wrong simply because they only know Tony Nese as, oh, that guy who, like, occasionally appeared on Raw every once in a while. Right. Um, the WWE and, guy. Another not WWE guy when you see right. him go yeah, for it. T- Tony Nese is the man. All yeah, he is. coming to, to an <laughs> yeah. AEW Dynamite show. Now, I remember Tony Nese when he, before WWE when he was in Impact, and he was tearing it up then. He's been a really great talent for a long time. And those New York boys, man, there's a lot of very talented. He might be a Mikey Ripwreck. Uh, trainee, maybe I could be guessing, but all those guys that are down with those with that camp are just incredible, and he's one of them. So, but yeah, Tony Khan, it, yeah, it feels like we're seeing you're correct, with, by the way. With, he was trained by Mikey Whipper or Whipper. Oh, let's go, baby. Uh, he was, <laughs> um, all these Sammy, Sammy Guevara TNT title challenger matches have been great. He's been taking on like indie like the upper echelon of like indie guys who have kind of been mixed up with like other companies. So he took on uh, Tony Nese, he took on Jay Lethal, he took on, um, what's the other dude's name? Um, I'm drawing a blank right now. But yeah, he, th- these matches have been really great. Uh, the one last night was pretty dope. I liked it a lot. Tony Nese is really a great talent and he's going to show some more for sure. And that was uh, Sammy's fourth title defense. So yeah. um, he's he's trying to rack him up because... Uh, uh, I, I looked at it the other day. I was surprised. Miro's had nine. Uh, he had oh. nine title defenses. Uh, and, like, the record really? is still Darby. Darby had ten. Uh, but wow. Miro had nine title defenses. Like, that... Yeah, he was, uh, that was a monster th- run. <laughs> there's there's going to be a whole lot. Like, Sammy's got a lot to keep up. Uh, but uh, he's already at four. So, um, But talking about um, war games. Uh, I was war looking games. At team, I was looking at Team Black and Gold. And, like, I get it because of who he is but it is weird that the old names of nxt are like tomaso champa makes sense johnny gargano makes sense pete dunn kind of la knight debuted this year 
yeah, he's NXT. not. He's not the old yeah, NXT. He's not. That that should be Kyle's spot on the team, and that tells yeah. you everything mm-hmm. about how they felt about Kyle after Adam left. Like, yeah. That should be his spot on that war games, and he's he has yeah. more experience than anybody else in war games matches. In war games, he's been he in three, so he should be in he that does. match. But instead, Von Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that tag match makes no sense. They're gonna yeah. lose. Imperium's gonna win. Um, yeah, yeah. Like what? And then yeah, so uh, the the word going around, according to the Observer this week, is that the cruiserweight title. Um, that Joe Gacy's expected to win it and just turn it into something else. So like NXT oh. is going to have another belt. Um, oh, God. It, like it's going to stick around. Awful. It's just going. So it, is is that an actual report or was that like? Um, I believe that was observer. in the newsletter, uh, but mm. I because sh- I I am an Observer subscriber, so this isn't one of those things where I can just like. Uh, oh man he is uh, a, right, as they say dirt sheet dad <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry guys if, if if you're not melter guys if you're not aw guys sorry i don't know what to tell you man <laughs> like well here's the thing too is before i even joined uh before <laughs> before Grapsity even joined fight <laughs> i i also was a fightful select subscriber turns out i like wrestling news and i like supporting people who who um work to make wrestling news happen and so mm. uh because it's obviously um like if you are a a good reporter um mm-hmm. there's a chance that you should probably get paid for it and i like seeing right. people get paid for it yeah. uh, and some people like I, you see a lot of people talk about like these wrestling news sites and how they like quote unquote ruin wrestling or some blah 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 some people like the backstage stuff some people like to talk about ratings and hear about ratings yeah. some people like all the other stuff that goes and surrounds pro wrestling it enhances it for us it doesn't make it worse because we know the quote unquote secrets of the business it's just like we want to know every single aspect of what's going on some of it is really cool to me i like to i i go and browse reddit sub uh, squared circle to see what those fans like and what they talk about, because I like to see what different fans are like into. When I think something was awful, I'll go on there and someone will be like, "That was great. I loved it for all these reasons." And so yeah. you know, it's like it's deep, man. Pro wrestling, there's a lot going on. I I will say this since we're in the wrestling journalist space, uh, all of you weird anti wrestling media folks, <laughs> you don't have to read any of this stuff. You <laughs> can <laughs> always mute mm-hmm. all of these websites that you don't want to see on your Twitter Take account. Them out. Just don't mm-hmm. read them. There's some people mm-hmm. just that don't look. Just don't look. Hey, that's all you got to <laughs> do, man. And there are certain people that you should absolutely just not look at their stuff because it's trash. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. so, yeah, I. it is what it is. Like, you do not have to take part in any of this wrestling media stuff. I hate that w- oh. Twitter has given people this standpoint in the world where they feel like if I don't like something, it shouldn't exist. No, you mm-hmm. just don't have no. to partake in it. <laughs> oh, and by the way, uh, so I, I definitely just checked. Uh, so I want to issue a correction that was not in this week's uh, Observer newsletter. So um, don't put that on the Observer newsletter because that wasn't specifically it's all, it's in all the on Will That was on yeah. Will. <laughs> it's a Will Washington exclusive report. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Will Washington. That's his drop before it comes. And you know out. the funny thing is, is that like when I talk to people in wrestling, it's one of those things of. I don't even like to like drop news out there, so it's just like I just hang on to information. <laughs> it is mm-hmm. just like whatever just right yeah like uh, some i just want to hear like cool things about my friends i'm not gonna uh leak it out into the world it's like damn that's dope you know 
Yeah, that's but it. then some people some people get hung up on like, well, I had this story first. Like, there it doesn't matter, dude. Shut up, mm-hmm. leave it alone. Yeah. Uh, so we they're got, not for you, anyways. Uh, our boy Chris, uh, he said, two five live produced the match of yes, the week on a regular basis. Ali, Alexander, yep. Murphy, Pack, Nice, mm-hmm. and others were outshining everyone. Crazy, yeah, big, every big week. Blood. Yeah, Maj Hates All says, Enzo Amore, your cruiserweight champion so good that Pac having to drop the belt to him was the straw that broke his back in terms of Pac was like, you know fan. what? Maybe this ain't for me. I got to yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he ruined, he, he, he ruined Neville's run with that company, man. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. it. That was the last uh, straw. NWA Bad Blood says, uh, good morning, guys. Got to say, it was fun having Phil on the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast last week. Now we got to get a barbershop commercial on. It was busy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody busy out here, man. We on uh, like twenty. We on all kind of podcasts throughout the yeah. week. All three of us. It's just yeah. like a new podcast <laughs> on one of us. <laughs> uh, matter of fact, shout out uh, Denise. She and I did, as I promoted last week or hinted at last week, we did the Mariah Carey countdown uh, this past mm-hmm. week. Uh, counted down my top ten Mariah Carey songs, and uh, it's officially a playlist. If you look up uh, Will Washington Mariah Carey playlist on YouTube Music, uh, you can. Listen to my top ten and decide <laughs> if you agree uh, or disagree. Um, I because yeah, you'll be surprised that the the funny thing was we did our top ten countdowns between the two of us, nineteen different songs. We did not wow. like with a woman who has fifteen studio albums. It's not surprising that like uh, <laughs> that we didn't come up with a lot of the same. But literally, we had very few songs between us. Obviously. Uh, she cheated. She picked eleven songs, uh, but there was only two songs between Shame. the two of us. So I know. Shame, Shame. on Denise Salcedo. But this, also, this, shout yeah. out to Denise because she will be on the um, NXT uh, pre-show tomorrow. Uh, oh, cool! On the pre-show panel. So that's uh, what's up. And, yeah, yeah. And shout out to Denise because Denise is extremely hardworking. Extremely I see how people hard-working. come at her a little bit, and it's it's gross. Knock it off. They Let hate anybody who winning. That's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's what that's what haters do. If you're winning, they're gonna hate. So yeah, like, yeah. Uh, come on, man. And Denise is doing mm-hmm. her thing. Um, yeah. And we got uh, Shauna Walensky uh, said, "I'm it's sorry, not. it's not war games until William Regal says it's, it's just stuff. not. WWE owes us for this horrible stuff they put us through. Like at least tomorrow before the show, when the show starts, have them come out and say it or something. Like, come on, something, man. We man. need that. That he's not we even that. like involved in the show at all. And you know what? Right, trash." Y'all still have not remotely addressed Samoa Joe. It was at just all. Samoa at Joe. All. It was Where literally just like Samoa Joe. he's dropping a title and we're done. Like I, f- I feel like there's something that happened backstage when NXT 2.0 first came and Vince walked back there and he was like, "Wait a minute, you're still here? I released <laughs> you, right? <laughs> you're here. You're you, you Give me that." <laughs> there yep. has been nothing. Just complete. Radio silence on Samoa. He's Joe. sitting in the same backstage area as uh, Elias is somewhere, just lost in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Where is Elias, bro? What did y'all do with Elias? Because <laughs> uh, like I'm now looking up Samoa Joe's uh, Twitter and just I want to see like what was the last thing he even like talked about on that. Probably but, nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, free Samoa Joe, man. Man, oh, you know what they they got a new Samoa Joe. Uh, the homie Sefa Fatu. What did they change his name to? Um, uh, what is this NXT 2.0 name? Sorry, Sika, 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 
I think Sika might be his dad, actually. Yeah, Sika's uh, his dad. That's why I was like, yeah, that's his dad. No, no, Sika. Rikishi is his dad. Sika is Roman's dad. Um, I do not know what his name is, but they got, they're like, we got this. We're good. We don't need Simone. Yo, um, all these other Simones. I, I'm just going to stop with this facade. I just, I don't watch that show. I don't know what anybody's <laughs> name is on the show. I don't watch it. It's a bad show. I'm sorry, guys. I, <laughs> I don't know. Let's just put it out there. Like, let's, let's just put on. it out there. I, I am going to watch Takeover though. Um, mm-hmm. I am curious. I it ain't a Takeover it. though. This is just, uh, I'm sorry. Bro, it really, it really War drives games. me crazy because Carmelo Hayes is there. There and he is so talented like he's so like he oh, is like they're correct all the should chat. be like on his back it's solo sokoa there you solo go solo sokoa yeah, solo 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 oh yeah like aaron so yeah they just like draw this you know what i together. hate by the way i have to talk about this one of the things wwe does that drives me nuts um so when they introduce people who they're not like they're willing to address that they're related to somebody but like Usually people who are related have like matching last names. And mm-hmm. it, it has never made sense to me how like Jimmy and Jay Uso, for example, um are obviously, as they put it out there, the sons of Rikishi Fatu. They're Fatus, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and no and it's not like we don't know that that was the name of Rikishi Fatu. And like yes. we also know that Uso is not their last name. That is mm-hmm. specifically um the the word for for brother and yet it's like but we also have to make it their name i don't know it just kind of drives me nuts like they're doing all and the then when bro- their real life uso comes their real life one comes let's not call him an uso though he's not their brother their <laughs> so, actual real life brother is not their right. brother nah, man, uh, what? <laughs> nah, he, he's rolling dolo that's why he changed his name to solo that's what it is solo. <laughs> uh oh, let's see uh, Maybe he'll come... be the one to beat Roman. I don't know. Who's, who's next? Family. Keep it in the family. Keep it in the family. We got some more super chats. Uh, Oscar says, new fan of the show. You guys give different takes and views on wrestling and shit. That is much appreciated. Hope you guys have Andrew Thompson again soon. Of course we will. Yeah, yeah that was back. fun. Always. Yeah. Uh, and let's see. Ken says, NXT 2.0 is the only WWE show I watch. Not because it's good. It's not at all. Uh, but because the glorious car crash nonsense is at least entertaining. I was about to say that. Why that you makes watch sense. It? <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, like, if you're going to watch a WWE show, that's probably the one to watch if you're going to, like, want to see this silly shit. Because the other shows are silly as hell, too. And you might as well, like, see some thing new and interesting. Uh, the other stuff is just old, silly shit that we've been seeing for 10 years now, so... Yeah, hold up. Uh, so I was having a conversation with uh, with Paul Griffin this week, and we were talking about the look of um, <laughs> of NXT 2.0. Mm. And, uh, God, I got to find it. All right, so what I want you to do, because you'll never unsee it again. <laughs> so uh, I think we, we all grew up in the 90s, right? Um, mm. And... If you didn't, uh, there was a show that used to air back in the day. Um, it was a, an afternoon talk show. And if you were a, a stay-at-home-in-the-summer kid who didn't have shit else to do, you probably watched Jenny Jones. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And so yeah. the set for NXT 2.0 looks exactly like Jenny Jones. And oh, like God. to the point of where there's an episode of Jenny Jones. I want you specifically to look up an episode because Jenny Jones, oh, Jenny Jones was a daytime talk show and it always had like the corniest titles every episode, right? And so there's an episode called Hey Punk Lose the Funk. 
Um, and it was about um, people who thought that their punk rock friends were going overboard and, and need makeovers to look like normal people. I thought uh, that's, that was about an MJF promo. <laughs> it sounds like one. Almost punk lose the funk. And so, Step it up, MJF. Look up the episode, Hey Punk, Lose the Funk. And like, look at the set. Look at the colors. Look at when everybody walks out and tell me it don't look like an NXT entrance. Uh, like yeah, it don't like the whole Jones, thing. Bro, yeah, Are you talking about Jenny when they do Jones. the makeovers? Like people walk out on the stage. <laughs> well, because like I had originally just said like something about NXT 2.0 set looks like a daytime talk show. And then Paul goes, yeah, like Jenny Jones. And I'm like, <laughs> and so I was like, um, Oh yeah, Jenny Jones. Uh, and I was like, I haven't seen an episode of Jenny Jones in forever. <laughs> and so I like <laughs> looked it up because like if you sat at home, you watched Jenny Jones and Ricky Lake and like all that bullshit, right? Um, and so I looked up an episode and I saw the title "Hey Punk Lose the Funk" because it's like the stupidest sounding title. And I'm like, this is a this has to be the most Jenny Jones episode of all of them. And I watched it and I'm like, this looks exactly like NXT 2.0. The mm-hmm. whole presentation. Is Jenny Jones. We can bring it back around with Jenny Jones too, because there's a very special episode featuring Mickey James that uh, she uh, she did some things on there. Look it up, Mickey James. She was Alexis Lurie at the time. Oh my uh, god, yeah. I think it's Mickey Jenny J- Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, uh, she was the guest. It was uh-huh. from Nerd to Knockout. Uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, knockout. See, look at this. Look Bring at that. Back around the Deeper, darker criminal champion. link. <laughs> oh wow, my god. Link, link, link. <laughs> See how uh, we bring it back, and I bring it back. Jenny Jones, baby. Jenny Jones, if you're a Jenny 90s Jones, kid, they used man, to love you doing just the watch ma- that show. They used to love doing the makeover episodes, and mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, the episode she was on was called "From Nerd to Knockout," and this is way before Impact existed. WCW mm-hmm. was still in business at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah, man, it's <laughs> date talk talk. Shout, shout out to Mickey James, man. Shout out to Mickey James. <laughs> shout out to Mickey. All right. yeah. We, love we got Mickey. other topics. We got to address. Because Reg has been going to war on the Twitterverse uh, with folks. <laughs> Let's take it to war. <laughs> Look, yep. man, winter is coming, and it is coming for Reg because <laughs> coming for Reg, <laughs> Reg, just Reg, Reg. So uh, it has been announced uh, that uh, at the next pay-per-view, or not pay-per-view, uh, the, the next major episode of Dynamite is going to be AEW Winter is Coming, the second edition of Winter is Coming, in which we are going to see Brian Danielson uh, go one-on-one with the AEW world champion Wangman, which they actually just fixed. It's mm-hmm. now Hangman again. Uh, but <laughs> interesting choice of fonts there. Uh, and... So. Wangman. <laughs> it said Wangman. Like they fixed it. Like literally on Rampage last night, it no longer said it. And on uh and like they fixed the graphic on Twitter and all of that. Uh but Brian Danielson is going to challenge for the title. Um the conventional Brian Danielson thought, is gonna win yes. the AEW championship. <laughs> and, and Reg is all in on just you know what? Just change the title. See ya later. Hangman Page has only had five matches since June of this year. He has been all big. Every time I bring up Hangman Page, it's nothing but excuses from Hangman Page fans. He had a baby, the Dark Order. His mama was playing PlayStation. Look, I don't care what <laughs> was going on here, bro. Look, I want to see. I try to look at wrestling sometimes is not all the 
as not all the backstage stuff. I know we talked about that. Sometimes I just look at it as like, I'm a wrestling fan. What if I was just a wrestling fan that only watched AEW? I don't go on the internet. I don't know about dirt sheets. I don't know about nothing. All I know is about the show that I watch on TNT and TBS. That's all I know. If that's all I know, I am not impressed by this. I'm not impressed. There was a story that you guys love and built. The story has been paid off. He won the championship. That's the story. The payoff happened. You guys keep talking about, well, the payoff. We saw the payoff. The, everything else is just extra. He achieved the goal. He got to the highest of heights. He's the AEW world champion. But now it's time for him to lose. Brian Danielson, the greatest pro wrestler of our generation, is here. And some guy was like, what are you going to just give it to Brian Danielson off merit? Yes, motherfuckers, Brian Danielson. What do you mean? Am I going to give it to him off merit? It's Brian Danielson, the greatest pro wrestler of our generation. Just because you only know Daniel Bryan who wrestled fucking Roman Reigns. No, this guy, this company exists because of guys like Brian Danielson. This guy is one of the greatest wrestlers of not just our generation, of all time. These people that there are people that are that work for this company that work for this company because of this man. And he is still that guy as we see every single week. He can have a great match with literally any person in the company, man, woman, child, QT Marshall, Billy Gunn. He could have great matches with all these people. And that's the reason why you make him the world champion, because he's the best wrestler there. If we want to talk about realism, if we want to talk about whatever, we want to talk about this, this guy's number one. The guy you thought was number one lost the title and he's hurt now. The number one pro wrestler in the world is Brian Danielson. The guy that's the champion right now hasn't even defended. He hasn't even been on TV. He hasn't had a match. He hasn't done nothing since he won the belt, but talk. I don't want to see fools that talk. I don't give a fuck about fools that talk, as you guys notice. So hey. what's going on here? What are you doing here? Brian Danielson's the man. That's the next world champ. Hangman Page is out of here, and I won't put on a cowboy hat or a cowboy shirt or cowboy boots because nobody be doing that. Brian Danielson, the one. Hey. Hey, Brian Keith, totally be doing lose, I, I'm going to disagree with you because Brian Keith absolutely does that. And he's the man. Um, oh, hey. yeah. No, I would never disrespect Brian Keith. That's the homie. Reg, you know you, my guy. I also <laughs> agree that, you know, Brian Danielson is the best the wrestler goat. in the company. Danielson, but he's losing, man. He's not winning that match. Come on, um, you he's guys. Losing. He's, he's totally losing. He's, he's, losing. he's, he's <laughs> totally losing. Yeah, totally losing. Um, and now, here's what I will agree with. I don't think, because you said a, a, a one thing that you were like, uh, not every champion needs to have these like you know one year long title reigns. Everybody's I like, agree with that. Have to I actually think for two years. I fully believe that Angman is going to be the shortest reigning AEW champion. Um, I just don't think it's going to be the first defense. Uh, yeah. I think my my gut tells me he loses it at double or nothing, and uh, I, I see the groan incoming. Think he loses it to MJF. Uh, and that's that's probably that that's what my gut feels is gonna happen there. Um, but as far as Brian's concerned, I love Brian Danielson. I love the fact that Brian Danielson's wrestling weekly. I love the fact that you, when they put out the rankings and they put everybody's match numbers up, Brian Danielson is on pace to have more matches than a lot of people uh, in, in a very face. short amount of time. His first match was back in September, and he has wrestled every single week since. Nobody else has been doing that at all. He has like, like 12 Boy. matches. Hangman Page has five. <laughs> hey. like, I don't care that he had a baby. I'm just a wrestling fan that watches TV. I don't care about a baby, dude. I care about kids. wrestlers in the wrestling <laughs> rings, big bro. 
You like, said Jungle... fuck the kids? No, I didn't say fuck the kids. Look, the kids are great. But look, this is what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, you know? Uh, and there's... there's. I just uh, like active wrestlers, man. I don't want to see... I don't want to I don't want to see Roman Reigns come out and talk for... I don't care, bro. Get in the ring and defend that fucking championship so I can watch it. If you want to say you're the it. world you champion, defend fucking defend it. He's going to defend him. it one time against Brian Danielson and lose. That winter is coming, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Listen, these are the facts. Brian Danielson is on his way out of here. I know he probably signed a three-year three, three year deal, but look, you got this guy at full capacity. You got to just go for it. Hangman Page in three years is going to be in his prime. I don't think he's in his prime right now. I think he's approaching right. his prime. Look. Brian Danielson is the guy, I'm telling you. If you want to get longevity out of this world championship in three months, put it on the guy. It, I'm not even saying Brian Danielson needs to have the belt. I'm like, yo, put this, give this guy the belt for three months, watch how you become and make a world championship, a world champion, and we're out of here. Easy as that. Well, I will say this to that. I, first of all, I think that Adam Cole will be champion before Brian Danielson. That's my hot take. Hmm, okay. Um, I like but I, I don't think that he needs the title to do all of that. I think he's already been doing that with the company without a title. And I think, to your point, that Hangman hasn't done anything. You're right. He only just beat like the best bout machine. Um, but if you want to give him a rub more than beating Kenny, having him beat the guy that he could not beat is a pretty big rub. And so no matter how he beats him, I think he kind of needs this win to cement him as champion. Um, that doesn't yeah. mean that doesn't mean he needs to have a long run, but I think be, being the first person to pin Brian Danielson is going to be a big feather in his cap. I don't think he should be the first person to pin Brian Danielson. That's probably that's probably where I'm going to end up with this. Like Hangman I, Page, I, I the fuck he has should. he done to pin Brian Danielson? He's, he's I think he's John Silver should pin him on Wednesday. How about that? <laughs> what? Yeah. What? How about that? We talking about a dark it's order. Still a whole of everything. I want to see just, John what, Silver. What do show it. am I Back on? Back around to Mikey Ripwreck, baby. Let's go. What show am I on right now? Where you're saying that John Silver should beat this guy, and this guy is saying that Enzo is it should, is the first, is the best cruiserweight champion. Where am I right now? Like what's happening right now? What's going Look, on. You're gonna come out with some wild take by the end of the show, Phil. I can feel it. <laughs> no, 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 but no, I, but I actually agree with you on a lot of what you're saying about uh, Brian Davidson. I just don't think he's gonna win. I I think that right. this is Hangman's match to win, and yeah. I don't think he should use lose. Yeah, just yeah no, yet. I'm definitely just super being over the wall, being silly. Like Hangman, if we're just like, if I'm being 100 real, Hangman Page needs to win this match so bad. <laughs> like he, he has to. He legit has to win this match. Nah, but man, we're just gonna if, stick with if this, this episode. This was righteous Reg book, booking this shit. He would have lost that shit the three nights after he fucking won it. Because, y'all, I'm bored, man. Brian Danielson, when he's wrestling, I'm not bored at all. I'm like, I'm up at the TV like this. Like, oh, my God, this yeah. is a great match. He's, because that's he's the greatest the wrestler of all time. I am enjoying the hell out of Brian Danielson. No, 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 this is the episode of Just Crazy Takes. We're just going to all say just, like, dumb shit today. You know what? As a matter of fact, the, the best belt of any of the belts uh, in the history of pro wrestling is the spinner. All right. Oh, <laughs> this guy's really going off on the edge. Stop. Man. He just jumped. Stop it's it. spinner. Just said, it's I'm, spinner. Uh, I'm hopping off. Wow. Come on. If it Stop don't it. spin, Whoa. it ain't the goat. This is crazy takes um, all around. Nah, Jeez. I, I fucked with it. That bell was, I mean, like, in hindsight, that's kind of dope that he did that. I wish a black man would have did it, but, you know. Yeah, although I was watching the night. Like, it's amazing how many people, because I remember being so mad at how few people got it. 
Um, mm-hmm. Like, remember the first night he debuted the spinner? It was at Armageddon 2004 when he debuted the, the U.S. title spinner. And Michael Cole's like, oh, it's like a record player on his, right. on his belt there. And I'm like... <laughs> and this was like when spinner culture was like over yep. the top, where like everything was... Sp- yeah, everything. that sounds funny to say. I'm like, damn, I haven't thought about spinners in a long time. Right. We ride spinners. spinners. We ride Remember, Spreewell had spinners. the spinner chain. Yeah, you had the spinner chain, <laughs> and like everything spun in the early nine or early two thousands. If you if you missed out on spinner culture, people just wanted shit that spun. Like the reason the WWE Championship spun was because it was fashionable. It it was yeah, newsflash. The reason why a lot of things that John Cena did is because black people made him made them cool, and they yeah. never told you that. No, nope. that's why I've always resented Cena. Always, <laughs> always. Whoa, yeah. Whoa. So he did, see, go, Phil, Phil ain't even talking about five moves of doom or nothing like that. Phil's mm-hmm. got like some yeah, legit no, deeper. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's deeper. Yeah, uh, everything he did that was cool, it came from our culture. It did Let's all go. of it. Let's go, all baby. of it. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. go, Cena. Although I do own a spinner belt, but the the plate on it, the plate on it says The Rock, because he was the because he was the last person to hold it, and also that, that, that even worse, man. Come on, man. And that, and that plate saying, that plate actually hold on that name plate actually came from Jamar, who makes the uh, um, who made the original name plates for John Cena back in the day. So uh, that I had to get that one. Um, gotcha. Anyway, winter is coming. Two weeks. I think it's gonna be a dope Brian match. Danielson I think it's gonna be a really dope. I think it's gonna be a really dope show. I think that uh, if the card comes together the way it's seeming like it will, um, mm-hmm. I think that's gonna be one of the better dynamites this year. Is it the um, the winner of the TBS title? No, that's, is it that that's too? January fifth is it's when they're doing oh, that. Okay. That's the first. Oh, TBS, that's uh, the first, yeah, yeah, the first right, TBS right, show. Right, right. Uh, which right. I will say, the TBS title in hindsight was like really good promotion for that because. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you wanted to spend two and a half months telling people you're moving to TBS, best way to do it is have something on TV where every single week you can hammer into people's heads. Hey, right. TBS, TBS, TBS. Mm-hmm. So when somebody turns on Dynamite, you can't. There's no excuse for you <laughs> if you watch the show to turn it on a Wednesday uh, on TNT and go, "Huh, what happened to it?" Right. You know what happened to it. TBS yeah, has been hammered exactly. in They've your head you. for the mm-hmm. last. They have been telling you. Subliminally, they have been telling you, TBS, TBS, mm-hmm. TBS. Uh, they made a, a belt. They wanted, yeah. they wanted to tell you so much, they made a whole belt. <laughs> they made a whole belt. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we got a few super chats about the last conversation. We had Ryan Sullivan, Reg is so confident, cowboy costume. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> has uh, changed the font from Wang Man to Hang Man, yet we still have the host championship. Uh, I mean. uh, we got. Well, I mean, it's TBS's logo. Like, that's a little yeah. bit harder to change. Uh, Ken says, "I respect Reg's dedication to the. Uh, if I say Hangman will lose every time, eventually <laughs> I have to be right. Two method. times, just twice, <laughs> just two in a row. Yeah, just two. Uh, of the, just legit. Maybe the two best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. I mean, it's not shout an out, easy feat. Kenny Omega out, and Brian Danielson. <laughs> shout out to Rob for the uh, the super sticker. Rob is also going to be at uh, um." Terminus as well in Atlanta. Uh, just sent me a message this morning wondering what we're doing on the Saturday. I ain't got no plans right now. Hey. Um, it's going to be a lot of cool people at that term. It's Atlanta, man. There's mm-hmm. a lot of great wrestling fans there. It's a great, a lot of great wrestlers there. It's a great place to have an event, honestly. Uh, Oscar said, all hail King Reg. Uh, <laughs> Appreciate you, Oscar. Uh, and you know what? Uh, we got one 
that uh, I want to get to because it, it's in our number one topic. But it says uh, also, do you see AEW giving Lee Moriarty the Jungle Boy push, like having him mm-hmm. wrestle top guys consistently through 2022 and being a top guy in 2023? I will get to that in just a minute. Uh, yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, we will get there. Uh, but I wanted to make sure we read that. Um, Oscar asks. Uh, top three AEW entrance themes. Andrade's is dope. I love Andrade's theme. I think it sounds so genuine. I feel like uh, just the 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 Santana style guitars in it. It's it, that one's really good. Um, I am partial to a few uh, because I helped make Sammy Guevara's theme, and so I'm really partial to that one. Uh, in that, it, it just every time it hits, and I see people talk about, man, this is my favorite theme, and I'm like, yeah, it is. Uh, but top three, uh, top three, because they've I'm had gonna, a really good theme year this year. Like Adam Cole's is like really good. Uh, hmm. I'm gonna go with uh, I think Jamie Haters is one. Jamie Haters mm-hmm. is good. Jamie Haters is really good. Um, I'm gonna go with the top flight. Shout out to my man Rated R. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, and just just because you know Reg is hating, we're going Hangman because. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> hey man, hey is really good. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say Kenny, especially when he gets that full entrance. Battle Cry is really yes, good. Love uh, Battle Cry, and I think he's only had the full entrance like six or seven times. But when he does, it's it's a great entrance. Um, I will say, I actually again talking about uh, themes that sound authentic. I really love the authenticity of Hikaru Shida's theme. I feel like mm-hmm. um, I always hate when. Uh, American producers try to make Japanese sounding themes. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like uh, WWE like really never got that right. Like uh, I used to hate the Kabuki Warriors theme because it was, sounded like an American producer trying to make a theme that sounded Japanese. The Oriental Express theme slaps though. Yeah, now, that's a okay. classic. Oscar's actual theme song is amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah, that's it. But again, they weren't really trying for that though. They were really yeah, just trying right. for just something that just fits her personality. Um, but you know, the fact that Hikaru Shida's brother produced her theme, I feel like it has a really good authentic ah, sound. Uh, I like trivia. that. I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, ah. so because that was the theme she was using in Japan, uh, she just brought it with her. Uh, and uh, and then yeah, like I said, Adam Cole. Those are my three. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna go with the top flight, the homie rated R. Uh, mm-hmm. Leo, Leo Rush, man, he made his own thing. It's a That's great hard. theme, That's super yes. hard, great theme. Um, and then Thunder Rosa, just because, like, what Will was talking about last week, how just like it when it hits, crowd. like people are just On ready. Their feet. Yeah, they love it, <laughs> and that's dope. And it it fits her. She's like, you you wouldn't think it fit her, but it just fits her. It's Thunder Rosa so much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to throw an honorable mention to somebody like, I guess this is my crazy take of the day. Uh, Sean Spears. His theme is dope. Oh, yeah, yeah, Oh, um, yeah, okay. Yeah, his... That uh, is definitely the dopest yeah, thing about flow. Sean Spears it, yeah. is his <laughs> Yep. Oh, there's one, though, that I really love, and I'm hoping that he gets a chance to go back to it, because I, I like the Men of the Year theme. I, I really do. Um, and... But Scorpio Sky's solo theme was so good. And uh, I, I definitely want to make sure that we hear that again. Um, when, because he, when he raises that championship over, yeah. And I, also, I Ruckus, holler at me. I'm trying to get in. I'm trying to get me a theme too, big bro. Holler at your boy, Ruckus. <laughs> yeah. Shout uh, out to me. The men of the year theme is wild. <laughs> <laughs> 
the men of the year theme that was john connor so that that's a good theme it's it's a good theme uh oh that's john connor yeah that's yeah john connor does the men of the year theme and it's a good theme uh for them as a duo but i really like scorpio sky solo theme um so uh, a couple more super chats uh d-lo talking about reg with the heel turn uh <laughs> i just don't get it He's, he's a cowboy. Oh, John cool. uh, talking about what up, guys. Love the show. Do you guys uh, think we see any surprises or debuts at Winter's Coming? I do. I would think so. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think so. so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think so. Especially when the theme of Winter's Coming the first time was Sting. Uh, that ended up being People are that saying was Bray Wyatt, but I don't know. Yeah, <sighs> that's, that's what I've been. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's the theory going around. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And then... Uh, Maj says battle cry off the strength uh, that the guy who made it also uh, did Cinder's theme music in the Killer Instinct reboot. Yeah, um, wow. God, what the hell is the, that guy's name? Uh, well, I'm drawing a blank on it. Um, damn it, uh, I like I know it, and then uh, Little V, Little V Mills uh, did mm. the theme, and uh, yeah, he he does some cool metal covers. Uh, if if that's what you're into, yeah. Uh, mm. So. Speaking I've of, said it. I've said it more than once. Battle Cry is better than Devil's Cry at this point. It is. Mm. Uh, speaking of themes, I helped with uh, Big Swole. Uh, so, Big Swole announced her departure from AEW. Um, it is after, so she signed a two-year deal with them in November of 2019, and uh, they mutually agreed to not uh, renew her contract, and so. Big Swole is out. Yeah. Um, I don't know all of the discussion that happened between her and Tony. Um, I'm assuming it's health issues. I hope that's not what it is. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm hoping for the best for her. She hasn't come out and said that that's what it is. Um, so mm-hmm. I just hope that she's doing well. Um, man, I just don't think that there are many people in wrestling like Big Swole. And I know a mm-hmm. lot of people are like, oh, well, work rate this, promo that. Forget all of that. I'm promo. talking about like she's a good promo. Gonna, she and I mean, is. She well, is. I mean, I just beyond all of that, I just mm-hmm. think that the thing that makes people connect with Vic Swole is just that she just always seems so genuine. Um, she always seems so real. And that's why her promos are good. That they don't get it yeah. because it's like, oh, this is real. This is really her. You know. Yeah, and I, I just, I just think that for sure, like watching certain matches um, after she announced that she was um, exiting. It just didn't feel the same. Um, like right. going out and like hashtagging Black Wrestlers Matter. Like it just because you know that started with her match with Diamante. It just didn't feel the same. Um, or yeah, Black Wrestling a, draws, yeah. That Black was, Wrestling draws, yeah. yeah. It just was a it just was a big hit to me. And I just just because I've been following her since she was here when she was Rise Champion. Um, yeah, it just it just was a big blow. Like um, it is. I right. again, I don't know everything that went into it, but you know. It's support regardless. Whatever she does next, I'm supporting it. I feel a little bit, I don't want to say better, but I feel a little bit more relief that it was, uh, her contract ran out and it wasn't like anything crazy. It was just like, you know, I feel like it, it, it's mutual. I feel like for a, for a minute she's been on another side of what they've been trying. I don't know what they've been trying to do with Big Soul, but like we've been getting behind big soul remember like we all rallied to get the match on pay-per-view with her and Britt baker like yes. we want to see big soul win we we are behind her and i don't think it ever really translated i don't know why i think she's a great talent i think she's a great person i think uh she has great family everything about her is just great 
And I just like Phil said, I hope it's not a health thing. I hope that um, there's I some hope we see her down the better road. things yeah. on it. Uh, yeah, I hope to see it down the road. I hope there's some things on the horizon. Like I ever, all the, every time I talk about a women wrestler that has been released from any company, women's wrestling is insane. They are so many places you can wrestle that you're going to have an amazing match. There's so many dream matches, so many opponents. It's like it's crazy for women's wrestling right now. So it's a, a one door opening and a window, one door closing window opening because the game is pretty deep right now. Like who doesn't want to see big soul and Trish? Who doesn't want to see big swollen Willow? Who doesn't want to see big swollen Masha Slamovich? Who doesn't want to see yeah. big swollen Nikki Savoy? You know, it's just like, come on. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say that like right before the pandemic hit, I felt like she was in a good place. Cause she got a good crowd reaction every time she came out. She did. And mm-hmm. when she came back and there were no crowds, it just felt like that was missed. Like, I feel like she was right. one of those wrestlers that got hurt the most by not having live crowds. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and then, again, you know, she had the health issues where she had to take some time off. Um, and it just was poor timing all around, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, just continue to wish her the best. Sometimes that's just how it works out, man. The wrestling business, it moves so quickly. This year, it started to move really fast because last year was so slow. So, like, there's so many things happening, so many new signings, so many new... There's so many things going on, but it's never the end of the road. It's never the end of the world. It's so many places that can still be done and so many things that could still happen. So, shout out to Big Swole. Shout Shout out out to to Cedric. Shout out to the whole fam. You know, yeah. and Big Swole, because, you know, she her last major match on Dynamite was the title match against Sheeta at the Dynamite Anniversary Show uh, last year. Um, and then, you know, she, she took time off. She was gone for a few months. She came back. She cut that promo about how she was uh, left out of the women's tournament but because of her health issues. But uh, she's coming for receipts. Like, that was a great promo, I thought. Great promo. Um, and, uh, and then after that, we never saw her on TV. And we're never sure what the case was with Big Swole. I and the thing is, like, she got. There's a lot of people that um, that I think miss the point with her because there's a lot of people who just, uh, yeah, you talked about people who are like, yeah, work rate this, and they're like, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. like Big Swole, and it's like, but you don't get why people connected with Big Swole, um, mm-hmm. and how like the first time uh, Big Swole performed in an AEW arena um, was at All Out, and the first All Out, and. All she had to do was pump her fist at crowds were chanting, swole, 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 swole. Mm-hmm. She got people to connect with her. And uh, I feel like if it's not health-related, she's got so much ahead of her. And mm-hmm. uh, and then also she always had the dope Power Ranger gear. Like she had mm-hmm. Aisha gear. And mm-hmm. uh, specifically Aisha. It wasn't mm-hmm. just... Referencing I, Yellow Ranger, it was specifically mm-hmm. referencing the yellow, uh, the Aisha as the Yellow Ranger, and then Karen mm-hmm. Ashley, who plays Aisha, actually then retweeted all of it yeah. uh, because it's dope gear. This yeah. kind of goes back to what I was saying on Twitter about how people saying that AEW can't sign everyone, AEW can't do this. A lot of people sign two year contracts, and it's been two years, so contracts are going to be up. There's a lot of space yeah. that's going to be. They're not going to renew a lot of people that they came in with because so much has changed so yeah. I, I, I was going up and down space, the roster there's a lot of caps there's a lot of things going on i was going up and down the roster there's about 10 people uh that i could probably see not getting re-signed next year right uh and uh it's changed 
Um, yeah. And again, it's not the same as a release because, mm -mm. Uh, you know, the, as somebody who has worked as a contract worker before, uh, kind of the cool thing about being a contract worker uh, and the shitty thing is that you know when the end is coming. You know what right. the end of your term is. And you know that one of two things is going to happen. It's either going to continue or I need to start looking for other work. Um, mm -hmm. But no matter what, I at least know when the end is coming. That is not the right. same as a release in which mm -hmm. uh, I knew when the end was coming. But surprise, uh, you just decided to uh, yeah. take me out beforehand. Yeah, mm -hmm. surprise, right before Thanksgiving, your release yeah. is not the same <laughs> right. as my contract just expired. <laughs> And surprise, yeah, so. we're going to have Edge talk about it and dish you on TV while you're trying to enjoy oh, a stupid man. TV show okay. with your family. So we haven't talked about that because that was yeah. some of the wackest stuff. And like, uh, I've seen the defense for it being like, well, you want realism in wrestling. But like Sean said, on the because uh, I did watch Reg and Sean on Listen Your Boy this week. Um, that's not realism because that's that not what not. happened. No. <laughs> so don't tell me that that's realism. That's not what happened. So yeah. uh, it's nonsense. Um, I do want to talk about the next thing, though, because um, I am so proud to see this. But we're talking about PWI. 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 So much so. Let's just bring it up on the screen. Uh, because, oh, oh look, <laughs> who had the cover story. <laughs> I did that. I did Righteous that. Reg. Interview. I'm going to flex on y'all. I did that from step zero also. I pitched the whole thing. I said, Yo, Kevin, let me get this interview with Biggie. It's gonna be dope. Talk I'm telling you, it's gonna be heat. He went through it. It happened. Went through. Blah blah blah. Yo, we got the story. You're gonna do it, and it happened. And here it is. I cannot believe it. It's amazing. Black man on the cover of a pro wrestling magazine, the WWE champion, and a black man did that. You did that. What? <laughs> Shout out, Reg. It. Uh, you interviewed Big E. And, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, that that's so cool. Um, Just get this magazine, man. I interviewed Big E. I asked him about the WWE Championship, the New Day, about people not wanting him to be silly anymore. Uh, I did some light shade to Booker T in there. Like, we all, it's, it's great, man. It's a great <laughs> interview. Big E is exactly how you think he would he would be. The nicest, most humble guy you could ever talk to. Just like happy to be there, like in a good way, though. You know, sometimes people are just like happy to be there and they're going to put up with your bullshit. Now, this is like a happy to be here. And he he got his man. It's like I was just so happy to talk to him. So proud of everything he's doing. I said uh, recently that for the culture, Big E is the greatest WWE champion there's ever been. Like just before just for this short amount of time and what he's done out of the ring, no one has even done anything close to that. He's taken this WWE championship to the breakfast club, to the barbershop, to college basketball games, I mean, college football games, to boxing fights. He's been everywhere that you know, someone I, that we know and, you know, and outlets that we know of, he's been there, man. Big E is doing this run amazingly. That's why I said, like, people are like, well, he's hasn't been – the matches, blah, 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 none of that. That does not matter to me. Everything he's done outside of the ring has made him who he is for me. Yeah. And you know, we, we talked about The Rock and how The Rock did the opposite of that, right? Of like, you mm -hmm. know, I'll be WWE champion on exactly. TV, but don't ask me about this shit 
anywhere outside. Right. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm, going I'm not on... bringing that belt, I'm not. Don't don't do hey, nothing. Man. But Big E has the belt. Big He's E out there. Is... He does. He is representing as the WWE champion more than the Universal champion. I was going to say that outside. That <laughs> in the scope uh, of WWE, in the scope of WWE, like obviously Roman's the guy. Roman is the champ. But mm-hmm. like outside of WWE, mm-hmm. Big E is the face that you're seeing everywhere. Right. Uh, and that stuff that really the Miz talks about, how a WWE champion should be and uh, for ready for outlets, that's Big E. Big E's Big doing e. all Big the E's things not just that ready they say for you outlet. need to do. Big E has just been like, he is putting himself out there. And mm-hmm. that that is really cool. And I, I think mm-hmm. uh, there's nothing better. Big E is... Uh, WWE champion, and I think it's really cool. Like, have I been happy with the reign? No, mainly because like I don't like seeing the champ get pinned, and I definitely don't like seeing the champ get pinned so early on. Um, right. But have I been just like over the moon about everything Biggie has done outside the ring? Absolutely. Uh, exactly. Seeing him on the Breakfast Club is really cool. Seeing him doing the boxing introductions, amazing. Um, Crazy. And seeing him on the cover of Pro Wrestling Illustrated, interviewed by my dude, Righteous Reg. Come on, man. Come on, man. You're talking about for the culture, too. We brought up Westside. Like, one of the things I remember about him winning the briefcase is him, the first thing he did after he won the briefcase is he walked out and dapped up Westside Gun. Um, mm-hmm. Any other Wale theme song? He's the man. He's he's the man. I of talked the about that brand. too. I said I talked about how Wale's the unofficial fourth member of the New Day. Pretty much, yeah. man. He's been there. He's been there for all the great times. He was at that rap battle that they had against the Usos. Like he's. It, it, I was like, you and Wale is probably the most perfect next to like Xavier and Megaran. Those are like those are like the most perfect combination. That's funny because they're both New Day. It all makes sense, but yeah. they just know how to. They know their market. They know exactly what they need to do. And I'm just happy that all three of the New Day members got to where they are being themselves. Just like I say about Lee Moriarty, like he's going to get to the top of where he needs to be as Lee Moriarty. Big E is Big E, you know, like that's him 100%. Xavier Woods is now like 150% Xavier Woods. Like he's putting, he's like, this is me and you're going to get it. He's going to be at the Golden Girls uh, convention like, Xavier Woods is not playing around here. So shout out to the rest of the New Day. Xavier team. Woods got the um, busiest life. Like when he posted that oh. schedule, because you know he's a G four host and he's like been a G four host. Like I've been watching Attack of the Show every day. It, it airs because I was a big fan of the screensavers back in the day when it eventually became Attack of the Show, and so I watched Attack of the Show from the time it launched in 05 till till Kevin Pereira left. I didn't really watch after that. But um mm-hmm. and so it's been really cool to be watching it and Xavier Woods is standing at home base um with Kevin Pereira and they uh, are doing their thing and around the net and all of it and it's just been really cool. But like that show films in LA and he competed on SmackDown last night which was in San Antonio and uh Sheesh. just to be able to bounce around the way he's doing it. Um and you know of course he did confirm that the New Day podcast uh is no more. Mm. Uh unfortunate they just gave uh, up on their podcast division and they were going hard for it for a while they were promoting every podcast that was out because they wanted to flood the market look at what happened you know a podcast is back though swerve city baby oh so uh first guest eddie first guest eddie kingston big Um, huge guest too baby yeah so uh check that out swerve city podcast uh baby 
Yep. But also check out Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Support your boy, Righteous Reg. Uh, that's funny we didn't talk about when we were talking about swerve we didn't talk about how like they took his podcast to their platform and they did all the they they did a bunch of extra things that we didn't really get into that's very funny and now the swerve city podcast is back oh yeah Um, um, little known little unknown thing about uh uh, that some people may not know uh so i of course, came from a podcast called RBR Weekly Wrestling Talk. RBR Weekly Wrestling Talk is part of a network called FanOff.com, which FanOff.com is the home of RBR. It's also the home of Generation Animation. It's the home of Erie International. And at one point, it was the home of the Swerve City Podcast. I own FanOff.com. I still own FanOff.com. That is still my LLC. Uh, and uh, so... Um, What's There's, up? That's what he's yeah. saying. <laughs> so, <laughs> yo, so since since you want to talk, like I I feel like there were people at one point trying to come at your boys and say, oh, they're workers over there. They're not owners. My guy's an owner. Fix your face. What's fix up? your hat, yeah. bro. And yes, I responded with that. I, I literally, yes, I literally responded with that when he said that. And I was like, I mean, I do. Uh, yeah, and, don't. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't like addressing that. that but so I just, when I when just, I do. So the thing is, uh, that's part of the reason why I still say, hey, support everything that just because I don't host RBR anymore doesn't mean that um, that You're I don't. not still want. out here. Yeah, I'm not still out here. <laughs> support, support all of that. Fanop.com. Um, Generation Animation especially. Uh, I, I love that show. Those guys have been doing that for nine years now. And uh, that's a really good show if you just want to get into like the, the – the nitty gritty on um, Will Washington, man. Anime. We got a real boss yeah. here. On show, <laughs> yeah. he, he, he's been but, play, he's been laying a little bit low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I just you know people are talking kind of crazy. But, but the so, thing is, uh, Swerve City Podcast was a part of FanOff.com uh, when WWE uh, kind of just came around and all that. So uh, I, <laughs> but uh, there's cool things coming up with Swerve City Podcast, and uh, I'm really glad that uh, that. He's going to get to do it again. Maybe they'll and, get your boys on that sort of city podcast one time. <laughs> the Grap City Boys. Mix one it time, up. One time for the one time. One time. Uh, and so, uh, what else? So we got. Yeah, get that PWI. Get PWI.com. Get you a yes. subscription. It'll be at your all your grocery stores, Barnes and Nobles, very soon. I don't know exactly the day that it drops uh, in stores, but it's available right now digitally on. GetPWI.com. Hey, number one. My first ranked. cover story. Number yes. one ranked Young mm. Bucks. Sorry, haters. Oh, yeah. Got to. <laughs> can't can't be on a Righteous Reg podcast without saying the number one PWI voted tag team in the world for the 25th year in a row. Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, <laughs> the Young Bucks. The greatest tag team of not just this year, of all time. They had a company Ooh. created off of their backs let's go baby there wasn't even hot topic didn't even care about wrestling anymore they gave up on it then the young bucks came and they were like you know what wrestling is actually kind of dope man bring all of them in here and look what happened and now every wednesday and every friday we watch a tv show because two brothers from rancho cucamonga blew your minds every time that they were in the ring shout out to the greatest tag team of all time not the usos matt and nick jackson 
the Young Bucks. Hey, I like the Usos too. I just always throw that in there because you because people do that. But uh, we, I want to say it out loud on this podcast: the Usos got to where they got because they stole the Young Bucks shtick. They got to where they are because they took everything that made the Young Bucks hot and they made it their own. You started doing a bunch of super kicks. Who did you get it from, big bro? Not, I mean, I know your dad did the super kick, but I'm talking about the tandem super kicks. Uh, you, we, we know what's going on here. We know what happened. The Usos got hot because they took the Young Bucks deal. That's what it is. <laughs> and they ain't got no they ain't got no wrestling company made off their back. Nope. They're waiting to get a shot from their cousin. They're waiting for their cousin to send them to the ring to even wrestle, bro. Young Bucks, number one of all time. Stop the cap, brothers. I will say that um that WWE's tag team style what like they had a few years in there where like they they really had some great tag team stuff, but like they were kind of just doing the Motor City Machine Guns Young Buck style, uh, and uh, because like I, 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 2016 till about 2019, those were some great tag team years when they had the Bar, the Usos, the New Day, um, you know American Alpha. That when they had all those guys in there doing like these crazy uh, nonstop tag team matches and everybody was like yeah tag team wrestling's back and it's like well kind of they just went and watched new japan and we're like uh let's why let's is just, it back because let's just do that right let's just do that what they're doing but they did a good job at it hey while but you have to recognize where the influence did come from um well, while we're talking about it because i believe the top five is young bucks lucha bros then dangerous takers uh mm-hmm. alk mm-hmm. no usos are four then alk is five mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like AOK should be four. I feel like AOK has done more in terms of tag team wrestling being main eventers. And Julia's Julia's hot right now. Julia is super hot. Shuri's super mm-hmm. hot. Had one of the best mm-hmm. women's matches of the year. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like AOK deserves that fourth spot. The only reason Usos are in that fourth spot is because more people know who they are because exactly. they're a WWE tag team. But in, right. in terms of the matches AOK had this year and the things they've done for that tag division... I think they should be four. And I did not, I want to say that I lied, did not work on the tag team list this year. I had the Big E story and my own column, so it just kind of slipped through. So direct all your beef to those other guys. (laughs) But like the weird thing is, I don't even know how anybody could debate it. Like, uh, I know, other than I don't like the Young Bucks. Like, that's 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 really the only debate. But like, other than Mm -hmm. that, when you look at like, who was consistently won a tag team this year, because... The Usos weren't even a tag team again until June. So, like, right. <laughs> the fact that they're four is actually kind of uh, might even be pushing it. Pretty, a generous. Bit. Yeah, um, they're pretty generous. They weren't ranked last year. The, yeah. So they right. went from unranked to four, which is, you know, because the pretty, Usos are fantastic. But Yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, they're Jimmy great. just wasn't here. Jimmy wasn't there all year. They're um, legit but, one of the best the top five WWE tag teams of all times. Like, yeah, no question yeah, about it. Sure. And when people say, like, oh, FTR should have been there, look at the year. No, they shouldn't. Right. Uh, like, no. the last year. It was the Young Bucks as as World Tag Team Champions. They won the belts as babyfaces, went on a run as babyfaces defending them against heel tag teams, then turned heel, then went on a run defending them against babyface tag teams. So they had two mm-hmm. essentially different reigns uh, right. and had some, like, top-tier matches, like, undeniably top-tier matches. Uh, yes. So, um, only reason couple- you can hate is if you just don't like the Young Bucks. That's the yeah, only that's way. That's it. And, and, and lots of people don't like the Young Bucks. So I see that, yeah. but... Uh, we got uh, some more super chats and uh, humper chat. Uh, back on the topic of themes, uh, Joseph said the Lucha Bros current theme with Alex Abrahantes doesn't get enough love. It's a great theme. Uh, I like as a matter the of fact, theme. 
I'm slightly annoyed that so when they use the uh, um, the Death Triangle theme, that's a hybrid of the Lucha Bros old theme and Pac's kind of old theme as well because Pac got a new theme at uh, um, at Full Gear, mm-hmm. and so uh, it's. It, 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 but then when Death Triangle comes out together, it's like, actually, we're still going to use this hybrid theme of the old themes. Uh, so, and PAX was like slightly modified. It's not a huge change, but it is a change. Uh, PAX and Malachi Black is going to go insane, too, yes. when they have this one-on-one. Oh, goodness. Uh, John says, I feel like a lot of their original signings of AEW won't be re-signed. It sucks, but with all the new signings, this was bound to happen. You know, and I, props to um, Brian Danielson, because like the first thing he said when he came out is, um, he's like, you know, I know a lot of guys like CM Punk and Adam Cole are showing up here, Ruby Soho, but you need to give props to the original AEW guys. Um, because right. he's like, because without them doing this, we wouldn't have looked over here to see uh, that this is the place we want to go. So shout right. out to those guys. And I thought that was a cool thing for him mm-hmm. to do. Um, that yeah, is cool. That, that's another one. You Omega and Bucks haters. He came <laughs> there because they were killing it over there. Um, but then you, but <laughs> then you also kind of have to give credit to Cody because you are, uh, you do though because hey, specifically give it up Brian. To, uh, Cody died for your sins, Rose, <laughs> uh, with the flaming table, man. Don't. Y'all, y'all better give it up to Cody. Cody ain't playing that. Cody might be the smartest wrestler in all of wrestling if we're keeping it a stack, dude. He, like, just knows. I don't know how he knows, but he... That's why that promo, the infamous promo, like, how didn't he know? He knows everything. How, yeah. did, he, how did he not know that, though? But, Cody I mean, Vengeance. You know, the, people have mistakes. <laughs> but, but you know what, though? Because Brian, like, straight up said, the match that made him decide that he... That AEW is where he was signing was Cody versus Penta. He said he watched mm-hmm. that and he was like, I'm headed here. Cause he was like, I got to see Cody do stuff that they would have never let him do at WWE. And he's like, clearly there's some freedom happening here. And I want to jump to AEW. Like he hey, said, that was the match. I'm it was Cody. Be the world champion at Winter's <laughs> Coming on a beat Hangman page. One of the AEW originals that I said to check out. So. Uh, <laughs> uh terrence says uh, proud of you brothers you have inspired me to use my media llc to just blog about wrestling for fun there'll be a lot of That's black it. wrestling by the way do it terrence do it you just gotta go for it terrence man have fun with it have fun that's why i got here i just started talking about it blogging creating list and we out here uh and yeah the final topic Leland Moriarty is going to kick my ass for putting this out here. Dude. He's so mad at me. Lee, I'm sorry, bro. I love you. You're the best. Man. That CM Punk match was, oh, it was beautiful. I loved it. I was watching it with those the hard eyes emoji. I was that real emoji. I was just like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. CM Punk gave Lee Moriarty a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. Um, a lot, a well, lot out there gave him man. eleven minutes, and uh, you know, I, I, so the Jungle Boy point was made um, earlier in the chat, and I, I actually said that on Twitter. Uh, the moment the match was announced, I was like, it feels to me like Lee Moriarty's getting the Jungle Boy treatment. People forget mm-hmm. that uh, because uh, you know I see the criticism of like, how can Lee Moriarty get over if he never wins? His thing. I feel like Jungle Boy feels like a star right now. He very much yep. feels like a star to me. Like, yep. crowds love him. People yep. forget he had the losingest record in AEW that first year. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing was 
the guys he was getting to work with at the time. You put they put Jungle Boy in there with Chris Jericho. They put him in there with Cody, uh, and I feel like he got all the face. guys that if you lose to him, it doesn't matter. CM Punk, Liam, Lee Moriarty losing to CM, to CM Punk doesn't hurt him at all. If anything, it's the exact opposite. It makes him really cool, man. And it feels it like they're doing out. this for a number of guys now. Like I feel like mm-hmm. now that they've seen the Jungle Boy formula kind of work, the idea is now let's let's do this with these guys. And the cool thing is, a lot of them are black. In that. Um, right. Like, yep. I feel like Dante Martin got kind of that mm-hmm. same treatment where Dante Martin, yep. he was having some big matches, but he was losing. But he was losing to Kenny mm-hmm. Omega. And mm-hmm. uh, so all of a sudden now Dante Martin's out there and Dante Martin matters. And people love He's Dante Martin. Big name, man. He's yes, one he of does. the biggest names in AEW now. Just off yeah, of this. It's crazy. I, it's, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn on this a little bit, but <laughs> I will. Um I just feel like there were certain things I watched this week and I was like, hey, me and our guy, my guys, you know, we podcasted and we said certain things. Hey, when mm-hmm. we talked about Lupe, Lupe's now <laughs> in the mix, um, yep, we talked about mix. MF Doom on the on Halloween episode. MF Doom mask on he AW. Came out with an MF Doom mask on AW television. So Come fire. on, man. So hey, fire. but, you know, those are all coincidences. But what's but, not a, what, is, what is not a coincidence is. I said on a podcast before we did this podcast, and people kind of threw some heat my way because I said, hey, if Lee is the guy, get behind Lee, support my man. And if you support him, they'll listen. And I got called a liar. I got called this. I got called that. People was like, oh, you know, I can't believe you're saying this, blah, blah, blah. My man wrestled CM Punk on Dynamite. The bars in hell? Yeah. It was a lot of of stuff coming my way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Lee just wrestled CM Punk on national TV, and he killed Mm -hmm. it. And he killed it, and uh, and again, because like there's there's little tells of how you can tell that they see something in Lee Moriarty versus somebody they don't, right? Because like there's a lot of already in the ring. This person, right? That wasn't Lee Moriarty. Lee Moriarty got his full entrance. He got he got to show the mask of the fans, and uh, this was like this is a guy you want to see who he is. And yeah, you did so, before CM Punk came out. Yeah, I'm just going to remake the same point that I made on that podcast. If you want to see more black wrestlers on your television, if you feel like there needs to be more, support the wrestlers. Support Simple. them online. Support them at the shows. Go buy their mm-hmm. merch. Support mm-hmm. the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. You can't keep begging the company to do something for the, for you if they don't see that there's demand for a certain wrestler. Exactly. Support the wrestlers. Yes. So keep simple. supporting Lee, and Lee will keep getting opportunities. Yeah. Shout so out to Mixed Tag Show in the chat, by the way. Um, and here's here's the thing. Um, I loved this match. Loved the Pepsi Twist spot. That was really cool. I thought Lee Moriarty got the show out. Couple of beefs though. Okay. MJF on commentary was the wackest shit. That Awful. was like. Terrible. Awful. Now, uh, I said this because I did Maddie Anderson's podcast last week, uh, and I said this there, and I'm just going to repeat this point. Um, I get it. I am, like, he's a heel, and I am annoyed by him. So, in a sense, it's effective. So, like, I can't necessarily get mad at a heel making me hate them. But that doesn't stop me from hating them because Mm -hmm. I was watching this, like, angrily and i'm like shut the fuck up I, i'm just trying to <laughs> enjoy right. watching lee moriarty out here and mjf is just over the top 
and he just won't stop talking. And mm-hmm. I just want to enjoy this. And I just, I've never wanted Jr. more than right now. <laughs> and like, mm-hmm. shout out Jr. And like, um, get yeah. well soon. Get well soon. Yes, get well soon. Not soon enough. Because, man, like, don't put MJF out there again. Especially Sometimes that Moriarty shit can match. take away from a match, and this is a perfect example right yeah. now. It's perfect right here. Um, it was it, just there, driving yeah. me nuts. There were a few lines of his where, like, he was trying to, you know, bash Lee Moriarty. And it was on purpose, of course, to get the fans to get behind him. But I thought Excalibur came back with some great lines on commentary um, to get the fans to see like no he's he's actually great he's actually more experienced than you he's had more more matches mm-hmm. on the indies than you have um all of this stuff was good but him doing over the top wwe heel style commentary i wasn't a big fan of it but of i've gotten plenty of of practice tuning out uh commentary with jericho on fridays so <laughs> it just didn't bother me as much um, <laughs> yeah. um I, I think I, i'm just too hyper aware i don't know how to tune out jericho on fridays either um mm. but uh, this this was just too much uh, i didn't want to hear mjf on commentary and it was all like i was enjoying the match and i was enjoying getting to see lee moriarty out there and uh smoked that match. yeah but smoked it. i mean it was those, just driving me nuts here and those counters man the the when he came for the splash and he rolled through and into the pen, I was like, "Look at my mm-hmm. guy, man! He's killing yeah. this, man!" He's killing it, and I was so happy to see Lee Moriarty do it. Um, and I was, and and I think there's obviously more to come for him. It, it's look, man, especially now that you turn Brian Danielson heel. It's coming, baby! Can do it. Coming. Do it. Do it. That is going to be a technical marvel. I'm and gonna cry I, watching the wrestling match. <laughs> Even if they went for, if they would, they ring the bell and Brian Dennis and just squashed them, I would still cry. They would Listen, totally never I, do that. And the weird thing is, yeah, I don't think they so would. It's so close to happening. Oh my God, it's like, so I know it's just gonna, they're just gonna randomly announce it. It's not gonna be anything. It's like, hey, on Wednesday, Reggie's, Righteous Reggie's number one dream match of all time is happening <laughs> already. Lee Moriarty mm-hmm. versus Brian Danielson. It's crazy, man. I can't believe it. Now that said, you see where Brian said he wants to start like a faction of technical wrestlers, and all of a sudden I'm like, mm, "There's some shit you can do there." Yes, there <laughs> is. I, I'm here for Jonathan uh, Gresham. He's available. Yep. Hey, Jonathan he was Gresham, supposed, he was backstage at uh, Dynamite this week. Uh, was he? Uh huh. Backstage. Know that. He was backstage. Hmm. He was there. Um, uh, really? Yeah, <laughs> he was there. Sign uh, that contract, Tony Khan. <laughs> Hey, he still got to get the final battle. Like, even if he signed yesterday, I'm pretty sure they won't, wouldn't announce anything until they I, were through. Oh, Listen, my God. He I, signed I, yesterday. He signed. Ooh, I'm so excited. I can't believe this. I, 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 I can't believe this it. Be- it's unbelievable. I said this before, but the image I want to see, if he wins the championship at final battle, and whenever they have this Owen Cup, if Gresham <laughs> walks in with the ROH title around his shoulder into that tournament and wins it, Sign me up. I man. like what this guy Phil's saying here. Sign He's me saying up. some really cool it. stuff here. Yeah. I, I like mean, like, it, me it's, all the way after this. It seems like a lot of things aren't, uh, that a lot of people aren't necessarily holding on to anything Ring of Honor related anymore. Because, uh, um, yeah, no, Ring of Honor is weird. It's gone over yeah. there. Yeah. Because, like, uh, one of the things I love about the, the dark tapings is seeing the names that pop up on them, uh, like, throughout the day. Because they usually spend all day taping them. And, like, all of a sudden I saw Will Nightingale pop up last night. And I'm like, yes. Uh, but, mm-hmm. Um, uh, Josh Woods performed uh, yesterday oh. 
at nice. uh, the AEW Dark Tapings, and he's currently the Ring of Honor Pure Champion. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, stuff's happening. It seems like, uh, regardless of what's happening with Ring of Honor, it feels like everybody's just kind of moving forward uh, with yeah, their right. careers. Man, so. man, I know, I know that I I had a small victory lap with this Lee thing. I just didn't like how people came at me. So I'm right. gonna throw that in people's face every time he succeeds. Now, don't let <laughs> this man become champion. I'm gonna be on your neck. <laughs> oh, oh, just dang. support Let's support go. Lee Moriarty though, and Leland. Yeah, <laughs> don't let it happen. And beyond that, beyond me, of course, just joking, of course, um, kind of. Um, I, <laughs> I, I think that he's just great. Like I think people he's want amazing. him to win because he's humble. He's just a great wrestler. Like he's just one of those guys in the same vein that I just said with Big Spole, where we just want him to succeed. Yeah. Um, he's so. exact. I've interviewed him, and he's exact exactly the same things I said about Big E is Lee Moriarty. He's like happy to be there in a good way. He's the most humble, nice guy you would ever talk talk to. Like it's it's crazy how nice this guy is. So anytime he gets a victory, I'm just so happy. And a victory doesn't have to be a a victory of one, two, three in the ring. A victory is wrestling CM Punk on fucking dynamite, man. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, and hey, a couple more Super Chats. Uh, we've got uh, Ronald who says, uh, Hey guys, how do you feel uh, Don Callis is, or who do you feel, sorry, uh, Don Callis is talking to on the phone during the Bucks and Adam Cole promo on Rampage last night? Kenny Omega, Good. what do you mean? Uh, yeah, I mean... Good questions there. Uh, and um, 
You know, I saw some dumbass posts because uh, that that happened this week. Uh, there was the big thing that happened this week was the the Adam Cole discussions, right? And then, uh, for whatever reason, of all places to chime in, because like I was responding to Phil. Oh, I forgot. And then, That's funny. And Tony Khan responded to me, so uh... I until I muted it had to feel the wrath of replies to Tony Khan because, of course, you know how Twitter works if. You replied mm-hmm. to somebody's reply. You're replying to everybody in the chain. And so, therefore, all the people replying to Tony were flooding my <laughs> mentions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, because I do think that the, the Adam Cole talk is, is like, fucking insane right now. It, it's and, like, doesn't make any sense. It's the dumbest. Um, I saw somebody today refer to Adam Cole as a lackey. And I thought, are you watching this show? Literally, the Bucks are his lackeys. Like, I was what are you say- talking about? Kenny's gone, and he's essentially de facto the leader. leader of Elite right now. He has They're standing the behind him. The young, yes. bu- the young Bucks, the number one PWI tag team of the year, are standing behind him, Here, making yeah. him the man. Like, yeah. I don't know how people didn't see that, because they were like, he came in and just became like another non-guy in the Elite. Unless you weren't like paying attention, he kind of slowly, actually, it wasn't even slowly, it's, that it started in September, kind of quickly like took over and now he's in the main spot like a lot of the last stuff those last few weeks of kenny he wasn't involved with them like at all mm-hmm. it was all like super no. click doing stuff and I they mean, were all mm-hmm. following adam cole prime example the pay-per-view match the pay-per-view match they came in from being champions to being a part of his feud with jungle boy that was his right feud. and mm-hmm. they took the pin he didn't yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. There like, you go. I think you guys are like all mm-hmm. missing this of where this is going. And it wouldn't surprise me. It come back to me uh, March 6th. But it wouldn't surprise me if the main event of Revolution this year is Cole versus Page. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, I think Cole will be champion within the next year. That is, I that think, is my prediction. I, I, I don't know. I think it might be a little bit further because I think Cole's going to beat Kenny before he beats Well, I don't think he's going to beat him, Adam but I do think that he'll try to get it back for the Elite. And uh, I, I think yeah, they're going to continue to tell that part of the story. I'm mm-hmm. telling you. Within. And it's just like, do you guys know? I said it before. Do you know who Adam Cole is? Like, have you seen him on Up, Up, Down, Down? Have you seen anything he does out of the ring? This is all regular. Him being, him putting on Ghostbuster stuff, he wants to do that. Him playing video games, he plays video games. This is like, if anything, yeah. he's more Adam Cole now than he was in the WWE. It doesn't even make any sense. Like, it's just very apparent yeah, you guys I, don't know I, who this guy is. I don't understand people saying that he got made a goof by the Bucks. He was always a goof. Like, just because he did things that were cool, he was always a goof. Um, that was his thing. I hate to break this to you guys, but a guy walking out to the ring and yelling his own name with Bay Bay behind it is goofy. <laughs> That's corny. <laughs> it's goofy. That's goofy. When you really shit. think about it, it's goofy. Right. Like, I'm sorry. We're, we're into Cole, it because Bay Bay, we're... What are you talking about? Yeah. We're into it because we're wrestling fans, but no, it's, it's inherently goofy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. That's so good. Alright, so I got one more one more super chat here. Uh it says I eventually want to see Lee Moriarty versus Jungle Boy to main event a pay-per-view at some point. I mean I would just want to see the match. I don't care where it goes on the cart, yeah. but uh um, yeah. I mean it is crazy that Jungle Boy is considered one of the like top technical guys around right now. But he is. He is, he is. a great, great, great technical work. wrestler who is a great worker 
and he's a dude I'd love seeing wrestle. And that was not what I was expecting to be the case when they signed Jungle Boy a couple years ago. I was like, oh, you know, he's he's the son of um, of Luke Perry, and we're gonna see him do, and, you know, and they'll probably use him for all of that. And like, he's a good looking kid, and that's probably it for him. But no, mm-hmm. he's a fucking great wrestler. No, I saw <laughs> I, he said he's California, so I saw him a bunch before he got to AW, and I knew it. I was like, this look at this guy. And then as soon as he wrestled, you're oh, he's on, he's on his way. He's going to yeah. the moon. And he's Luke Perry's kid. Like, he had all the things going for him. So he did. it's going to, that's going to be a slower burn, but Jungle Boy's going to get super young eventually. But the, but the slow burn's happening and people care and people love him. So right. the, the, exactly. the, day, the day he becomes champion and David Arquette comes out and puts him on his shoulders and tears come streaming down all our eyes, I'm it's going to be the day. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, but hey, folks. This has been Grapsity. Another great Saturday. Love talking with my guys on a Saturday. They go by so quickly, man. They go I'm by like, so quickly. Time is just like... <laughs> now, uh, I, I was so ready to do this show that I am currently missing the Nuggets. Um, they are currently playing the Knicks, and it is currently 60-49. to 49. Uh, Damn, so... it's a tough game. <laughs> yeah, but Nuggets are up by 11 um, at the half. So I will take that. Yeah. and finish watching this game and hopefully this isn't a dated statement where people are looking at me like ha 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 uh you were really excited about that at the end of that episode of grap city and now you look like an idiot and that happens to me mm-hmm. on occasion so uh anyway folks come back next week we are here at noon eastern 9 a.m pacific we are at youtube.com slash fightful thank you to everybody who's sending super chats everybody who's sending your humper chats we appreciate that we appreciate you just being here on a saturday with us keep being Ooh. with you keep being here with us on saturdays and we'll keep doing this this has been grap city i am will washington for the man philip Lindsay. still not used to pointing and i'm sorry even though i've been doing this stuff for a couple of months uh and my dude <laughs> righteous reg we will see you righteous next time. reg yo uh Twitch.tv slash Complex SF, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. on the East Coast. How are I'll be you, watching. boy? We appreciate hey, hey, y'all for coming ev- through. Everybody watch. Uh, everybody watch. Mm-hmm. Reg perform tonight. Um, I'll be watching. Everybody, check that out. Uh, outside of that, folks, we'll see you next time. And have a great day. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.